Well, hello, and welcome back to the Dorkiest Podcast. I am your co-host, Mike. Joining me is my beautiful wife, Erica, and we're going to be talking about games, I think. Hello. Happy holidays. <laughs> happy holidays. Happy Game Awards week. Uh, happy 2022. Um, happy year that we had our wedding, love. Uh, so it's been a busy year, not just in games, busy for our life. You got you graduated as well. You got your master's in a field. Uh, we got you got uh, we got we had our we finally had our wedding. Uh, so yeah, it's been a, bu- a busy year, but you managed to squeeze in some games. A lot of games, the most games I've ever done in my life. Now that we think about it, you know, now now that we have the lists in front of us, it actually is right. It's weird. I don't know how it happened. It just it just happened, I guess. Just one game after another. I mean, a couple of these games are just you know you finish them and you put them down. Um, for the most part, there was like prior to there this was like year, three restarts. Well, not restarts, but maybe continuations. Yeah, but prior to this year, reviews. you would play like one or two games, but kind of forever type of games. Um, but yes, I'm, I'm a very long, comp- I'm very much a completionist. Right. Maybe not like a, maybe just, not like a super crazy completionist, but I'm I'm it's pretty strong that impulse that uh, that urge. Yeah, but some <laughs> games you just don't finish. Because there's no finishing point, so you make your own fun, right? By collecting every single thing there is to collect. In, in yeah. the case of one of these games, um, or maybe a couple. Yeah, to be honest. So, because my love is the way that she is, we're not going to be ranking these games. You have enough to rank them. Like I don't do solid... rankings. I don't have a favorite color. I don't have a favorite food. I don't have a favorite movie. Mm-hmm. I don't have a favorite outfit. I don't have a favorite anything other than a favorite person I love. But I don't favorite. I have no favoritism. And that's perfectly fine. Zoe didn't rank them at the end. That she, at, at the end, she just named what her favorite game. You know, because I'm talking these through. You know, it got it got it got her mind going and thinking like, oh yeah, this one is my favorite game. And what game is that? Oh, go back to the previous episode to go find out. But this is Erica's games. Dang well, it. Especially if you're like, oh, this is the favorite, my favorite games I've played this year. It's like, uh... I mean, there's something wrong with saying this game is my favorite game of this year. I mean, last year was Final Fantasy VII Remake for me, but that's... Oh, I'm not... No, I'm sorry. 20, in 2020, it was Final Fantasy VII Remake for me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's a lot of components that, like, you know, it might not have been quote-unquote, the best game I played, but it was definitely my favorite, and I have a lot to talk about. We're not talking about that game. And if and again, dorkiest bingo card, I named that Final Fantasy. Go ahead and name that. Go ahead and mark that on your bingo, dorkiest bingo card. <laughs> I got to bring the it up. The number of times that you bring up Final Fantasy VII, I'm sure... It's it's like that's, your it's like your catchphrase that, probably. That's basically the or free your, space. Your tagline, your whatever. If, if there actually is a, a dorkiest bingo card, it's the free space in the middle. <laughs> Mike will bring up Final Fantasy at some point, <laughs> but no, that's that's enough about me. We'll talk about my games coming up next. But love, Erica, this is all you. You you like you said, you played a lot of games this well, year. A lot for me. That's still a lot of games. That's a, that's a lot well, actually, for Actually, you know, we forgot like at least three or four of these games when we were trying to think of what I played this right. year. But you say that's a lot for you, but I, I that's a lot for most people. I think most people play three or four games a year. Yeah. You know, whether it's all year how long. Many, how many have you played? We'll talk about that next time. <laughs> 10, would 20. You like, would you like to sit with me and talk about it some, sometime soon? We can do that. Yeah, let's do that. Well, then, then you'll get the number. 
Mm, what okay. number, well, well I'll, I'll let you sit in suspense right now, but what number do you think it is? This is the number of games I completed in 2022 um, that I reached credits in. What about replays? Are you including replays or? Not including replays. These are games I have newly played in 2022. A lot of them were 2022 games, but how many of the, how many games that I play brand new, not replays like God of War 2018, um stop that's cheating no stop <laughs> i have a little list here of, Just the ones ga- that you of games that i watched him play <laughs> oh, <let me> get- <laughs> 10, 12. all right i want to say i want to say that Write it's it down, at maybe. least hmm oh because oh there's that one game at least 20 20 because this is 13 games that i watch you play at least part of or all of and then I do remember there was that one game. Um, uh, it's in the awards um, a lot because um, you like the music, the story. It's very anime. What's that one called? Oh, Xenoblade Chronicles. Oh, 3? yeah. So there's that one. I think there's a couple. I didn't really watch you play that one. Um, there's a couple others that I know you played. Right. Oh wait, you're counting end credits. Hmm. Oh, okay. I don't know if you didn't, if you finished some of those other games. I finished a lot of games. So twenty is your answer. <sighs> give me a number Mark. yeah i gotta say 20 because you always do okay. like small games in between that i don't even pay attention to especially okay. now that you have your own switch yeah 20 is tear, a, take them along 20 is a good number so we'll find out how off you were <laughs> I'll, I'll let you know right now that's not the number but uh we'll, we'll see how off you were <laughs> when we do our episode or my episode uh, uh on next time but, but, okay. but like i said this is your episode okay. you don't need don't feel pressure to rank these um i'm gonna rank mine zoe didn't rank hers Zoe named a favorite, and also you don't need to name a favorite for 2022. No pressure, okay? So we can go in whatever order you want, uh, but uh, you can go in the order that you played them in the year. Yeah, I'm not, at least uh, since I don't quite remember, it's the order I think I played them in. Okay, well, where do you want to start, love? Um, I guess we'll start with the first one that, I, that we did this year, which was a game that won awards last year this was the 2021 game of the year at the game awards speaking of which you know we're recording this the week of the game awards i'm really excited to watch that why did we not play this sooner was it did did it not have a um a physical no it did we just we just i was waiting on a sale and oh okay yeah 2021 there was also a lot of games i was playing right and you know you were busy okay you know so all right so, so so the game it takes two yeah one game of the year last year. It did. I um, which did. was like really surprising because it doesn't look like a game of the year type of game, but I think it's just so. Um, it's very unique, right? Revol- I don't know if it's revolutionary, but it's it's very. Um, it's a it's breath of fresh air, I'm sure. I'm not like a game, um, you know, like critic. Like, I don't have all the know of like what games are like what like is this game ever been done like this before i don't know but as far as what i'm aware of this seems like a very unique game like you have to have two players i'm sure that's Mm -hmm. like pretty for some people but you know i guess you just have to learn to make a friend um but uh well here's actually what it was up against the game of the year for 2021 so it was it takes two death loop metroid dread psychonauts 2 Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart and Resident Evil Village. So yeah, that was an easy win. Lot ooh, easy win. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, I don't know about. I mean, I didn't really watch you play Metroid Dread, but you were like jumping up and down about it. You know, you, oh, you liked it. Great. It was yeah. great, but I mean, you weren't like this is the best game ever. 
And then Resident Evil Village, you know. I mean, out of all of these nominations, I mean, I probably, I think even last year I Death said, like, was, I assumed Deathloop was probably going to win, but. Uh, well, Deathloop just has, like, such an, anyways, like, a great story, but yeah, yeah. But it takes two, it's like a special game. And it doesn't necessarily have to be for couples, even though that's the the main storyline is it you i think that's the intent though uh, yeah but i i suppose that you could i mean because maybe some people aren't in in relationships or whatever you can play with a friend a sibling so yeah it's a game that that requires you to take two people to play and you can play either character there's a man and a woman going through divorce Mm -hmm. well you know they're they're going through in the midst of uh, the process of it yeah because they just don't connect anymore and their child somehow conjures up voodoo magic <laughs> and, <laughs> turns, and turns and turns her parents into dolls well, through her tears oh yeah, yeah through yeah. her tears and then there's this book who like narrates and like guides them and makes fun of them basically and they hate the book <laughs> The book well, of love. Oh, 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 because it's like an embodiment because she got the idea from a book she read at the library or something. Yeah, and I'm not gonna lie, like or that, wait, it wasn't the library. I think she found it at a bus stop or any. I don't know. Yes, yeah, so there's a little bit of far fetched story. I'm not gonna lie, that book is pretty obnoxious. And every time the book was on screen, I was like, "Can we move along?" <laughs> okay, I, 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 think I, he's I don't meant really to be like the, annoying. Yeah, and and well, if that if that was the intent, then they did a good job. Um, but uh, but overall, like the game though, and we'll talk about this a little bit more. On the next time that we talk about it, or next time we do an episode as well, but you know, I'd love to get more for your perspective, which is what, which is the point of this episode. Um, but I, I thought it was fantastic. It well, was I mean, way it was, more it was especially because I'm not I, I thought it was going to be not as great of a gamer as you are, and I was a little worried that it were gonna. Um, there was times where I was just like, you know, I'm the one always dying. And so then we both have to go restart an area. And that would make me nervous because. Well, there was times where we had to swap controllers. Too. Like there was, very <laughs> there clear, was a like, couple of times where, where I, I was doing or the character because I was playing as Cody the most of the time. So there was times where I had to. I was clearly doing the easier thing. <laughs> well, like I'm not very good at you know? platformers or shooters. Um, better at platformers than shooters. So there was like this one area. And I think it's just because I was playing for too long and I just think my reflexes were like kind of shot for yeah. the night. But then you so tired. you took over and then the other area that we really got stuck on is this B area where it's there's a shooter. So I think that's what's interesting fight, right? is that this game has different kinds of gaming all in the same game. Mm-hmm. In fact, you're powers as your little clay or or whatever doll you get different powers um change i mean you're still using the same controls but they change and that becomes something that constantly is renewing the interest in the game because the mechanics they're the same but the power that you're using and how you're using it changes so that's i think the power of this game yeah, and I think I mean, it, other than there's other other aspects, it like does a great job of giving you these mechanics, like you said, and then teaching them to you. And especially, you know, if there's somebody who isn't well versed in this style of game, teaching them to you gradually, just enough to where you get good at it, and then the gameplay changes. Yes. Or there's like a big test at the end, which is usually a boss fight, yeah. and then. And then the gameplay changes again. Now it's yeah. a racing type game. Now yeah, it's a so. dungeon crawler. Now it's a 
third person shooter. So yeah, like I was really suffering at the in the shooter section. You were um, doing really well up until that point too. Oh yeah, that I am not good at shooters at all. Um, especially because the camera, um, I I usually invert cameras, but when it I don't know when it came to the shooters, it was like over the shoulder, and I know something was weird about it, and I just couldn't get. I just couldn't. I, I just couldn't make it work, and we were we were really stuck on that for a long time. And that's I think when we put the game down for like a little bit, yeah. like maybe a couple of weeks or something. Cause I got really <laughs> angry with it, but then we came in fresh, restarted, uh, and then swapped controllers. Well, yeah, at different points, I think at time in in, and then we finally made it past that past that section. It, it was, was like crazy because yay, we, no, we stop that boss fight at the B section. Like in my head, like I didn't even think to be like, oh wait, why don't I just swap places with you? Because <laughs> I'm really good at shooting games, and you know you don't have a lot of experience with it. It just it didn't yeah. cross my mind until you actually said it. Like, why don't you be May, and then I be and then yeah, because you know, May was like <laughs> shooting this sap that you're supposed to like shoot at the bees. So like Cody's supposed to throw the sap. And then you're supposed to like shoot it. I forgot what what it was. It was like a sniper rifle. Yeah, it was like a it was like a flamethrower or something that like lights it on fire. <laughs> it's, it's not so violent, um, but yeah, it's just so amazing. Everything's so like the textures. Everything's so um, vibrant. Like it's like it, like it just feels so good to look at everything. And um, the fact that you are really tiny gives you like a perspective that you don't usually see. I mean, you get a massage from like insects <laughs> in like a garden um, because, you know, that's what insects do. They give massages. Yeah. It kind of goes back to when we talked about stray a few weeks ago, you know, there you, you, you see the world in a different way when you're like small. Right, I just I love like like they put so many like cool things in there, and then I was the one finding all the trophies because I just had to try everything. Yeah, hey, Hazelight, fix your is it Hazelight? Yeah, hey, fix your fix your stuff because I tried doing those same exact things, and the trophies didn't pop for my profile. Yeah, so that that was interesting. So this is a an interesting game where if you're playing it, it, it's actually two profiles playing at once. So we're gonna have to replay this game, and Mike is just gonna have to do because you know he's a trophy person, um, and like because I got the trophies first, um, he like didn't get the trophies. Or yeah, whatever. I don't, so and I don't know. Weird. I did the exact same thing that you do, and for some reason I don't get the trophy. What's yeah, up with that? Well, I mean, I mean, isn't that part of PlayStation? Maybe, maybe. Hey, like issue? Fix your game. Fix your game with <laughs> whatever your your PlayStation platform. Great, yeah. So I, I had a great time. Um, it was so good. I, I I would I would willingly play it again. I think we definitely should. I mean, yeah. It's a it's a I don't think because like, it does get a little annoying because they're basically bickering the whole time. You do see a bit of like progression where they're starting to work together, understand one another. Yeah. So, but I feel like it really takes a long, long time. But I mean, it, it makes sense. It, I mean, if it was real life, that would be the same way but i mean it so the story is like you know okay it just resolves itself so the story isn't necessarily compelling it's really because you're kind of like i feel like this is just going to end in a good good way but it does one of those things that i love in video games where the narrative and the gameplay are commingled mm -hmm. like they're bickering and they're um you know, uh, divorce is kind of affecting the gameplay yeah. in that they're both kind of doing separate things, but you as the player 
holding con- the, the two players holding the controllers have to communicate and be the analog for them. Yeah. Fix their relationship through your gameplay. Yeah. So that, that's what I love. That, that's one of, it was definitely that's one of the things I love about video super games. unique. Like this is one of those definitely deserved its award. Um, and it was like, at first I was just like, Mike got it. He didn't ask me or did you, did you ask me before you got this game? I asked you if you were interested in it and you said like, Oh yeah, it looks good. And then I found it finally on a really good sale and then I picked it up. And then once you were ready, you were ready. Right. Yeah. I think it was, yeah, it was just some like, I mean, it was just kind of like, I think, I think what I was thinking is I've been doing planning so much wedding stuff that I felt guilty. And I was like, Mike, let's just like sit down and play that game that we've been meaning to play because I really, um, you know, feel bad that we haven't been spending time lately. And so then I, we started playing it and then I was like, wow, this is an amazing game. I am really enjoying it. Even though there were some challenging sections. Um, anyways, so that's, I guess, so that's about it for It Takes Two. It's, uh, has wide acclaim already well known. Um, but, um, so the, uh, next game that I played is, well, it's actually an old game. I don't, I don't, I seem to never play new games. Well, I mean, yeah, maybe there's like yeah, w- there's some... like one new game in this list. You got you got a 2022 <laughs> game in here. Um, is Luigi's Mansion Three? I actually wanted to play this back when I don't know. I feel like you played it in 2020, or yeah, I think it was 2020. Yeah, so Mike played it in 2020. It's a, it's a relatively new game. It came out in 2019, and I was I wanted it. I I didn't like when I saw him playing it. I was like, oh, I really this looks really cool and I really want to play this. So it sat in the back of my mind for a really long time, but I, I just didn't have any time to commit to it. Um, and then this year, I think it was after the wedding, um, sometime after the wedding, maybe like a month or so after the wedding. Mm-hmm. I, um, yeah. So about somewhere around May, I decided, you know what? I'm finally going to, you know, play Luigi's Mansion. It doesn't feel daunting because I know it's not like a super complex or long game. Yeah. And when I and when you told me you were interested in it, I thought it was like a perfect game for you because it doesn't because also the, the camera perspective, you don't have to manipulate the camera, which is something you're not always yeah. great at. Yeah. That's something true. that you also struggled with a little bit for it takes two. Yeah. I remember we, we kept having to go into the camera controls and like change it from inverted to non inverted depending on like I yeah, guess the the mood of your thumbs. <laughs> well, the, my brain. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It, I, anyways, yeah. So, so, how did you like this one? I liked it a lot. It was it's so cute and it looks so um, jelly. You know, like like everything looks <laughs> well. There's very a character squishy. that's made of jelly. <laughs> I know. Yeah, there's like a little wait. Who's Gooigi? Oh yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> true. Okay, so that's I guess the gimmick with this, and I guess this is kind of more just a remake. It's very similar because well, it's, w- it's a sequel because there's there were two previous Luigi's Mansion. But they look prior. almost exactly the same. They have almost exactly the same and stuff. And I think because I of that up. is the Luigi's Mansion games aren't like the most they they don't make garner the most sales, and they also they also release so far apart from one another. Yeah, because I looked at the last Luigi's Mansion that was released in Luigi's Mansion Two, and I was like, hey, those are the same enemies. That's the same like, um, uh. Um, setting. Well, not necessarily the same setting, but just very it's a, yeah, similar. They're, it's things. a different. They're different hotels, but you're doing the same thing. Yeah. So it was just kind of like, oh, okay. But but this one was just like really pretty to look at, um, and it 
texturally and then like the haptic feedback, all that stuff was really fun. Um, okay. So I really love, um, settings that are themed mm-hmm. and then all the whole mansion has themes on each of the levels. And I loved that so much. Yeah. Like, it's and like then a even themed even, hotel where like one theme is like <sighs> Egyptian theme. The other theme is like a casino, a movie studio. Um, yeah. Yeah. Or they have a, yeah, a they beach, have a, I think, right? no, they have, um, they have like a, a ship with like, oh, a, like a, like a, sh- yeah, like a pirate ship and there's sharks. Um, they have, uh, like a magic, it's like all magic, you know, like oh, yeah, saws yeah. and, and cards and hats and rabbits and, cages and etc etc it's um and then there's there's a plant one which i really like that one some of the puzzles in there were actually really really hard but um yeah and there's a a level that's actually like a a shopping mall and then the guy you the the boss that you fight there is actually a security guard oh sure makes (laughs) Um, sense um and then there's like let me think here yeah yeah, there's an there's a um, egyptian one um then what's the other ones kind of escaping me the lower levels well then there's like the, your classic but, like art deco hotel lobby yeah, oh there was oh no there was yeah there was a film studio so mm-hmm. yeah yeah there was a film studio um yeah there was a, a like a level that was like i think the second level which is just like a like a a restaurant and like some bathrooms and then like a billiard room mm-hmm. yeah so it was just a real simple like room like you know you'd you'd expect to find like a a um restaurant in a hotel and you know then there's entertainment rooms so there's like a billiard room with like other yeah. there's so like a lot like of lot of varied settings so you know that, that that definitely speaks to you with like the type of um well because they also kind of creative mind that you are with the, you know because you, you, you love like different settings you love different type of like uh decor and yeah. different color schemes and things. Well, then, then there'll be other things like little, when you're in, interacting with the environment, there's lots of things that will move. Cause you know, you're basically the game is you're just, Oh, and then you actually do go in the basement, like mm-hmm. going down into the, to like fix something with the water or the pipes, water or the pipes. Yeah. yeah so basically like, that was cool too. But yeah, you basically, you suck everything up. So it's so satisfying to just like a suck everything up and you hear all the stuff, debris going into your, into your, um, your suction tube. Yeah. Your vacuum. Your vacuum. vacuum. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And, and it's just so satisfying in it. And I don't know. It's just, uh, it's, it's, it's so. It's just a very jolly game, you know, to, especially like for young people and who like it's... maybe might start like getting to spooky stuff this is yeah. a great like entry level like spooky game yeah and it's not like too scary or oh, no. or too hard like i other than the final boss which i think at that point i was like you know i just you don't just wanted to get i just it. i just kind of wanted it to be done <laughs> and mike ended up helping me with the final boss um yeah there's a there's a co-op element too so like at any time Somebody can plug in a second controller and just control Play this little... Oh, yeah. So that's the other gimmick is you can power down Luigi and then Luigi comes from you. And the things he can do is he can, like, go through bars. He can be, like, destroyed without hurting your health. Um, You know, he can, can, like act as a diversion you know mm-hmm. he can do a whole bunch of different things so it double the suction power of certain yes things yeah, yeah yeah so you can like 
kind of power down Luigi, but he'll, his suction will still be working. And then Luigi can like, you know, pop up. Yeah. It's a great little gimmick. I mean, lots mm-hmm. of games have done that before, but like, you know, this is just that, that little Nintendo flavor that they do so well. Yeah. So, and I liked, I liked the story enough, you know, I mean, there wasn't really a story, but like each, the same each of the ghosts the other, um, have like, you know, some flavor, but this is my first, mm-hmm. um, entry into this yeah. uh title you know like i had never played anything like that i mean i played a long time ago well wait mario odyssey that's close a completely mean, different type of game yeah very different i mean i had luigi heard of luigi's a, mansion but i a long time ago but yeah, luigi doesn't even have a jump button here so it's a completely different type of game yeah so it's really cute and i don't know there's so many like little um little i guess uh what would you call them um Easter eggs, I guess, like little mm-hmm. things here and there, not necessarily in reference to just just within the settings. There's kind of like these little Easter eggs and just, attention to detail. Oh, yes. It's so great. You know, you expect this like like kind of baby game to just be very um, minimal in like a lot of the assets and the details. But then I, there's so many things to look at. There's so many things to suck up. <laughs> That's just what's great about, like, that's something you can always count on with Nintendo first-party games is they always go that extra step to put, like, little attention to detail and to reward your curiosity, reward you from straying from the path and going over here. Let's go go see what's over here. Oh, can my vacuum suck up this blanket? Oh, it can. Oh, there's, like, something funny under the the blanket, you know? Yeah. So, it's, yeah, little things like that that uh, this game, I think, excels at. And um, I don't think it really got the love that it deserved when it mm-hmm. came out in 2019 it just kind of came and went really okay um so i really recommend people but check i mean this maybe out. they just need to change it up because if if it is really so similar to the to the previous one people well, are kind of like yeah i don't really need to i think that's i think it. you kind of touched upon why it's probably not as popular is because it's not like the mario games if mm. people you know when you go into something with mario right there's well, an, there's an expectation there isn't i feel like this isn't as challenging it, it's, it's not, but it it's, is challenging. It's but more challenging think... than somebody who would who's who like only knows Mario type of games. Yeah, yeah. There, it, there is like a, a a major puzzle aspect. I think yeah. even more so than Mario. The entire game is a puzzle. Yeah, yeah. Because actually, there's a lot of times where you have to go back to different levels in order to um, progress. progress. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's. I feel like Mario, like uh, or at least with with Odyssey, you you figure out the puzzle in that space. There's not like I need to track something I'm doing. Yeah. The puzzling in, in to... Mario games is just like one aspect of like a larger game. Yeah. Whereas Luigi's Mansion, the it's... entire thing, like everything you're doing, is a puzzle after a puzzle after a puzzle after. A puzzle. That's why I think so I like it not, even more. <laughs> that might not appeal to most people. I think, especially going people in... who don't like puzzles. Well, um, although there, there I have people to, who like puzzles, I, I but, do have to admit that I did look up some things because it was like, you know, sometimes I just didn't have the patience to like figure stuff yeah. out, which then I felt embarrassed. I was like, <laughs> I should have just figured this out. Like, cause ugh, come on. Well, I mean, that, that's, <laughs> but, that's the you beauty know. of a puzzle game. I think is that like, when you figure it out, you, you have that kind of click in your head, like, Oh, it was that all along. That's kind of clever. Yeah. You but know? sometimes I, I lost my patience and I just looked up the answer and I was like, mm. that's fine. I do that all the time. <laughs> I'm just like, you know, if I, I wish I could be a little smarter sometimes, but you know, whatever. <laughs> but I feel like <laughs> these, I, I guess if hopefully like a younger kid with like a more agile brain 
Yeah. Would would be like not have an issue with this because me being like 30 something and I'm like, why did I have have trouble finding figuring out that puzzle? According to this little factoid, as of March 31st of 2022, the game has sold 11.43 million copies. You know, and which is great because I, mean, I, I don't know how to compare that because like is that high, low? Well, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet uh in its in the first three days sold 10 million. So exactly. That's, that's crazy. It's gonna, you know, it's not the highest selling franchise that Nintendo makes. But yeah. Especially because it's, it's been so many years now. Yeah. It, it's pretty respectable. You know, hopefully Pokemon point, doesn't keep selling. People it's realize it's a <laughs> game. It's going to, cause I watched Zoe play that game. It, sorry. I didn't mean to <laughs> um, watch Zoe played, uh, play the new what Violet mm-hmm. and uh, ew horrible well i mean it, it looks bad but there's no, like no but like it's like she's just on her little dumb motorcycle pokemon it's not for you honey oh you God. don't need to make fun and of then it, and then every, like. and then the pokemon just like pop in like as she's going she, yeah that's that's she's going that's, too fast that's, that's the that's the engine it's not the game itself like oh, the, 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 the the game just hasn't been optimized very well i which will I never have... forgive pokemon for making a soccer ball pokemon <laughs> I will never. <laughs> and a nose with nose hair. Well, we're no, not here never. to talk about Anyways. Pokemon Violet, you know, so you have yes. anything well, that was, else that was to say? Arceus. Okay, so in Luigi's Mansion, yes. Um, no, no. Okay, it's great. great. It, it's like, it's, I was actually, I, I'll give it a rating, replayable. Yeah, well, I was <laughs> very, so, hello, plain. Uh, I was very surprised that, like, one, you were interested in it. Two, you finished it. And, you know, you, and in three, like, you, you, you regard it so highly because this is definitely kind of a game that's outside of what you would what i would assume you would normally like so mm, it looks really cute and it is cuteness so the cuteness factor goes a long the, way like sensation of sucking up things it's just you you just you just gotta try it, it it's so sad the cathartic i guess i don't yeah. know it's, it's just so i don't know it feels so good visually to just stimulating destroy everything <laughs> <laughs> which of the game lets you do which is fun i mean just destroy everything but it destroys a well, lot you, you can just suck up everything into your it destroys your kind of a lot yeah. all right anything that isn't fastened all right what do we got next so the next thing i believe i played i because i can't quite remember the exact order um is stardew valley which is something i didn't ever hear of i i think i was just randomly wanting to hear shelby from girlfriend, girlfriend reviews um just talk about i think i was she she was on a video one of their videos and i was trying to find that video I don't remember why it was just something I was like, mm-hmm. Oh, I need to find that video where she's talking about this or something. Um, and I actually came across this video where she was talking about Stardew Valley. And I was like, what's Stardew and then Valley? They did a video uh, on it. Oh, they did a whole video dedicated to it too. Yeah. And, and I was like, what's Stardew Valley? And they're like, Oh, it's like animal crossing. And I'm not yours. Perked up. Oh, what? Huh? <laughs> and then, um, then I was just like, look at, watching them play and I watched a couple of videos, um, you know, just other videos about it. And then I was like, oh, I want this. And it's not like as expensive, right. As other games. Oh no. I think if you buy it digitally, it's like $15. Right. But yeah, we, we, we did, it. we ended up getting the physical, but yeah, we believe in physical here at the McCullough household. <laughs> so yeah. I, so I then it was splurged a little bit just to get the physical uh, copy. Yeah. So it was um, a bit cheaper. Uh, but it's a long running game. I think it's when one did it of those come out? forever games. So it came out on PC in, tw- in 2016. 
finally hit Switch uh, the year that the Switch came out in 2017. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So it wasn't like too far out from when the game first released. But uh, yeah, it, 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 it found its home um, on consoles a little bit later, but it came out on PC first. But yeah, it has a long-standing um, community. Mostly, I think, on PC because there's a giant modding um aspect to the game where people like make like because there's a lot of stuff i would look on the internet and i'd be like where is that in the game it's like oh it's it's a mod it's like like, i I can't actually batman yeah yeah like there's literally (laughs) people like turning their horse um because you have a horse in the game into like a unicorn or people like turning themselves into pocahontas or or something (laughs) like that yeah yeah, so there's like a lot of mods so i think that's like that breathes a lot of life into the game and, and like really keeps people super interested. All the wikis on, on Stardew are very, very thorough. Right. Um, like, cause this game is kind of technical. It's quite technical. I mean, it's not, it's no animal crossing. It literally has sort of a there's strategy. Com- there's combat, there's farming, there's social aspects. But there's, there's a lot of strategy and it's not like the traditional strategy where you're like thinking about a chessboard type of thing. It's really about figuring out like money. Like how do I, you gotta always make money. Like until the end, like until you get later on in the game, it's literally like, oh my gosh, I'm running out of money all the time. Um, but it's not like a crushing, like everything costs like so much, but it it's more about like, I have to buy all these like seed stocks and then what am I going to get in return? And then you have to be like, well, I I have to like manage how um, your energy levels because yeah, you can make money by doing work, but then you also need to eat. So then you have to keep that into my into um, account. It's basically a survival game. It is like it's a low stakes so, survival game. There is so much like it's a collection game. Like there's gear you can collect um, if you want to. I mean, it, some of it's kind of just it's for mostly for combat, but there is like kind of things that don't have any combat purpose like hats (laughs) they're just there to look funny or cute or whatever there's no stats attached to that right no nothing and then there's clothing you can you end up getting to sew later on in the game um you know you literally take some a pumpkin and and a piece of cloth and then you make a shirt (laughs) you know because that's how that's how clothing is made um so there's really cool there's so many christmas i got you a pumpkin shirt (laughs) (laughs) yeah there are some really weird combinations but you take all kinds of resources in the game mix it with fabric and you can make all these weird clothes um and then you can dye those clothes different colors um then there's just like um there's animals that they have in the game um and there's actually like, cause you know, some games you can just kind of ignore stuff and, and you know, it doesn't have any, um, well, uh, glad you brought that up. I was going to ask, can you ignore? You can, anything? they'll just be sad and they'll, <laughs> they'll give you the angry squiggle, um, bubble over their head well, and then they won't give you as much, um, uh, any or, or resources. as much, um, yeah, quality products or products at all. So there's like grades well, of animal I don't, products. I don't mean like neglect the animals you have. If I don't want animals on my farm, can I survive without Oh, them? yeah. You can do that. I mean, you wouldn't be able to sew because yes, you have to get sheep to get wool to get cloth. Well, I'm sure it'd be more a more and, expensive route, but can I go to town and buy that stuff? No, not cloth. Really? Yeah. So hmm. there's some things that you kind of... And in fact, if you really want to progress in the game... You don't have to. I mean, this is kind of a free game and you you can just kind of just keep doing whatever. But if you want to get like the ending, you actually have to 
get all the things. You have to have sheep. You have to have cows. You have to have chickens. Um, you have to have pigs because all those produce um, products that you then have to do um, use to complete this community um, center. Well, you have two routes. You can go the Amazon route where you basically side with this like uh, Amazon warehouse. They call it Joja. Or you can go the community um, center remodeling, which requires you to collect a lot of resources. So you could just pay Joja and then they put a warehouse in, in the place of the um, community center. I think it's oh, more just, beautiful. I think it's more your ethics. Um, it does, I, from my understanding, it doesn't actually affect the end of the game per se. I mean, you do, do have to, the you have to, because you just, do the, do the town, because the town, I mean, like well, that, what right? ends up happening is it affects Pierre. So the, the main shop in the, in the game he he's in he's in like uh sort of a you know his business is really affected by this joja company because they have like a supermarket um they're in town but they want to build a warehouse and basically take over the town um so his business is affected um by if you go the joja route so say it with me folks corporations are not your friend <laughs> yeah so i didn't go the joja route because first of all you have to pay them a ton of money and um, if you go the community center route, they they have so much more perks. They actually like um, open up parts of the map. I don't know if there's a way to do it through JoJo. Oh, I think there is. I think you just pay for them. Yeah, yeah. So I think you just pay, but you just keep on paying them a ton of money. And it's like, I could just collect a pumpkin and finish this one <laughs> section of the community. Because you finish these rooms by like, okay, this one needs a pumpkin. This one needs like a truffle. This one needs like some gold star milk this one needs like a gold bar this one and then you just complete these rooms and then once the community centers but like the rooms actually open up parts of the other parts of the game so there's like a quarry where you can get more ore and that gets opened up if you complete one of those rooms there's like this travel system through um mine carts throughout the town that opens up if you finish another room so it has like perks um, and so, I mean, I just feel like that was easier than trying to like get the money because the money part is so hard, so hard at first you have so little money and all your tools are yeah. kind of sucky. But so I they think that's don't the point of like these kind of farm sim life sim type of games is that at first it's hard to make money, but then you eventually you gradually make things easier and then well i mean and i also didn't really know how to play it at first so this was a game where i got real crazy with like sort of the technicals about like oh what's the most optimal way what's the best fish to catch what's the best way to 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 do this oh, okay should i sell my fruit or should i make wine um you know like kind of that's the strategy part is like how do you divide your time? Because these and there's no the, like the wrong crazy answer, though, right? thing about it just this depends on what you want to get out of it. Well, this game is really crazy because the 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 in-game day one day is like 15 minutes. So everything happens so fast, and you're just like, oh my god, where'd my day go? And it's like so you have to as soon as you get up, you don't have time to waste. You got to go. You got to go. <laughs> it's like a real farm farmer. <laughs> it's just, and, and, and that actually what makes it really addicting is because you're like 15 minutes was one whole day. Oh, let's keep going. And then let's just keep going. And then it's like, it, there's something about the weight. And then it, you, it, the game won't save until you load the next day. 
So mm. that really, I think that's like part of the, the like how it loops you in to like keep going, just keep going, you know? <laughs> so, I mean, you could just shut down after the next day loads, but you're already there. So why don't you just keep going? Let's just do the next well, day. Might as well. Well, it's because also you're just like, minutes, right? what, what was I doing? Was I planting? I need to water. Um, I was doing a project, you know? So there's so, there's so much there. It's such a good game if you really... I mean, yeah, it sounds like you know, it it's has, one of those games where if you put your time and you invest in it, like it's it'll end up rewarding you oh, it, down the way. And it also has like a decorating aspect. I mean, I had two houses because um, Mike ended up getting a um, second switch. A lot of that was, <laughs> which was actually the whole reason why you got the, yeah, se- the second switch was because of, was of this. Driven because you wanted me to play with you. Yes. And the only way to do that. Oh, and that, then we got married in in because you can do that. You can actually they in the whole the ceremony and everything. Fun fact, Erica and I have been married four times. We had our real life marriage. We got married in Animal Crossing. We got married in Stardew Valley. And then we had our wedding. <laughs> yes. <laughs> with our friends and family. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean the wedding in, in Animal Crossing was kind of just at Harv's Island. Um Photopia, but I like kind of made this like really (laughs) cute thing that kind of matched what we were actually going to do, but you know, it was perfect. But yeah, so there's actually an aspect in Stardew that allows you to do decorating far less furniture and options than Animal Crossing. But I feel like the process is so much easier than Animal Crossing. Yeah, because (gasps) Animal Crossing, well, this game doesn't force you to like, you know, go to a neighbor island like in New Horizon to get a variant that you can't get on your island. And, you know. Yeah, you basically buy a catalog of all the wall- wallpaper and all the flooring and all the furniture. And then you just have everything. And yeah. and, you, and it doesn't cost anything to buy it. It's you just, hey, I want this. And then you get it. And then if you don't want it, you just, Is that you just throw it away. Is that really hard to get, though? No. Nah. It, oh, really? It's it's so cheap. I could I, I got it early on. Oh okay. Yeah, it was. It's not like cheap cheap, but it was cheap enough that it was just like I'm just gonna get this. But, yeah. And then it was just like, and then you just have all the furniture. Like I never bought any furniture or any wallpaper because you can buy them. Um, they sell them at the stores and stuff. But it's like I'm gonna just pay a one time fee and then have it free, and then I can try everything out. And then yeah. just so that was really cool. I like that. I kind of wish Animal Crossing was more like that. But you know, Animal Crossing doesn't really have much else. Yeah, and we'll talk so, about that. You know, in I've, I've just a I've minute. put in just a you know just a. A, a drop in the bucket. Unfortunately, when as Mike hours go. finally did join, I was so OP and almost done with almost everything in the game. So it was kind of a little like, what 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 is there for Mike to do? Well, like, I, I already had like you, uh, like with combat and stuff. But like, what I was gonna say, yeah, that, but you know, I've 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 put in like a drop in the bucket as far as the investment time goes for you know started valley which is fine this is a this is, this is your this wasn't, game yeah this isn't a game you're really interested right in. i bought we got this game for you because i thought you, you would fill that kind of animal crossing hole that's been kind of missing in your heart <laughs> did is it, what do you think the venn diagram would be uh for animal crossing fans overlapping with the uh, star oh, huge do you think it's almost a circle i mean <laughs> if you're playing animal crossing for the decorating eh, 
but but the modding though with the pc community it's intense and i feel like it's probably pretty big if you consider the pc Hmm. because you can't do modding on on switch unfortunately um and so i was a little bummed about that i was like oh my god it's so beautiful but you know and of course this is a pixel game like very pixely what do you think of the aesthetic um i think it looks super cute sometimes you're character looks wonky though and you're like oh my god you just look like super creepy and to me it's like almost like with how low detail the character sprites are to me it's like not even worth it to be like oh i want to get this different outfit because i can barely tell yeah that's that's kind of yeah with, with the different outfits your the shapes never change so that's a little disappointing but it's kind of like you know because like in animal crossing i do yeah when you love do clothing in animal crossing like you look like a firefighter you look like a fairy yeah. you look like a wrestler you know yeah unfortunately it, it started it, your character sprite isn't like the best if you're trying to you know make outfits that you kind of can imagine you know so but it's it's kind of like it's yeah. also part of its like a, like appeal and it's, you know you never and it charm, never right? has any loading issues or you know like it, it almost is like com- like consistently runs super well, um, at least on Switch, just like baseline Switch. Um, yeah. And so, like, I was very fun to play. I, I it was more the planning, the planning and strategy about how to, and uncovering all yeah. of its secrets because it has lots of secrets that are such you're nice a, morsels. You're a very like meticulous, like analytical person, just in general. Oh, yeah. So, you know, I, 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 I was, when, you know, reading up on this game, whether or not I thought it might be something that you would enjoy and invest a lot of time in, you know, and I found that out and I thought, that this, oh, this might be a, a good fit for you. So, oh, yeah, yeah, it's great. Like it, it's like a- so, it's especially like, I mean, because the combat, especially once you get up there, it's pretty boring. Like, it's pretty straightforward. Yeah. I, I didn't really like doing combat. It was just sort of like, I need ore, I need resources. Um, it's definitely resources. combat that, you know, because you know, given the game that lo- it looks like a high-end Super Nintendo game, the combat is pretty It's Super literally Nintendo just slash, era. slash, slash, yeah. or stab, 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 because you only have, um, you can only have, well, there is like a, um, there is like a slingshot, but it's got really sh- um uh like you you can only hit something if it bounces off a wall (laughs) and uh and but like there's a sword which is like the generally the best weapon there's like a sledgehammer or or like a i don't know if it's considered sledgehammer it's like a axe it's like an axe i think okay and then there's like a spear i think it's like a spear i don't know i didn't really use those weapons very much um Swords seem to be the best, kind of like the in between, and yeah. so they just it, and you don't really you just go woo 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 woo. You just like so it's just that it's just going like you know buzz like you're not doing any interesting um like different kinds of swings yeah. or anything. It's but just overall though you would still recommend this to people who oh, yay. maybe who maybe might might feel burnt out from Animal Crossing after you know two almost three well, years it has it. A more, mm-hmm. i feel like it has a more rewarding because it's not just about collecting things it's there's actually you can ha- make relationships with some of the villagers a lot of the villagers have stories some of them kind of sweet and sad yeah. um there's you actually um build up friendships and you can actually see your progress 
um, with those villagers, and there's negative progress as well. Like, you can actually hurt the relationship, and there is something like that in Animal Crossing, but it's not something you can see. It's, yeah, it's, it's it's low stakes. It's almost like, yeah. it's almost like, huh? It's, it's, it's almost like not even a real aspect of the game. Yeah, like, like y- it's you just, don't... It's just cute. It's more for, like, cute. It's like, oh, you gave me a present because I gave you a present yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so there's, there's things like that. Yeah, there's... Um, you know, they have birthdays and then there's a, there's special events that are really, um, that are, are pretty cute. They're very like specific to this universe. They later on in the game, there's literally a movie theater that comes in and actually, t- and it actually takes over the building of Joja if you don't go the Joja route. Um, and it's super cute. There's like these little movies. Okay. They're not really movies. They're more like five second five second clips of like a story but it's just super cute and there's a crane game that that you can get like these furniture items that are that are exclusive so there's some like a lot of really cool there's so many little cool easter eggs there's so many things like it it literally is so there's so much to do and i think that's what makes it much way more interesting than animal crossing is because it just has so much more, yeah. especially if you just don't want to focus on one thing. So I feel like it has a longer replay ab- uh, ability, especially because a lot of people like to redo it and then like either redo their farm or redo their approach. I've heard a lot of people say that online, that they like mm-hmm. to redo it to just see if they could do it faster. Like, what's the easiest, fastest way? Like, do I... Because you can actually like um, choose different paths there's um you can choose to like kind of excel in foraging or excel in combat or excel in um being an animal uh like a herder um so and you get like different perks for going those different routes there's just so many things to this game it's really amazing and the fact that like one person basically made this whole game (laughs) is fascinating oh, and, to me and the music and the music yeah. music is really good yeah, yeah the music is surprisingly like really catchy and oh it's you know, great I, I find myself like while you were playing this game a lot like humming it to myself during the day yeah so, so we're super good okay yeah. so Starbu, a, lot, a lot to talk about with Stardew. we could probably do a re- whole episode I, I recommend it to anybody um i think it's probably one of i mean i've never played a farm sim but i, I i'm gonna say it right now i think it's one of the best farm sims yeah um <laughs> just because like you it's not just about farming you there's so much more to it but the game lets you choose how you want to yeah. do or how you want to engage what you don't want to engage with. Yeah, it doesn't necessarily punish you. Um, right. it, yeah. it just it's you just, just don't get to experience stuff like- the stuff that is part of that. Yeah, I mean, I think I don't really think there's anything. Uh, there is a couple of like pathways where you can't go the other way, but most things, you know, eh, yeah. Most things end up where they're going to end up at the at the end. Yeah. You know, there's, other than the two major routes that you can take. Um, and then other like things like what you choose to like excel or like become an expert in these yeah. different aspects of the game. Um, you know, there's not really, I mean, and you could actually change those at any time. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of, it's really interesting. I recommend it to. Yeah. Fascinating, all. fascinating game. If you're, especially <laughs> if you're looking for something that you want to invest long-term in. Yeah. So, I mean, it's yeah. just, it's just, it's so fun. Like it's addicting. Super so addicting. the exact opposite of a long-term investment type of game. Yeah. So <laughs> is your next one here. So I actually did play this. I don't think I played it from start to finish. <laughs> this is Astro's Playroom. Mm, um, I love Astro's Playroom. I remember Mike playing it and then I played like a, like, 
on his account, just kind of going around at the different stages after he uh, completed it. Yeah, once he completed, you can go to any of them. And yeah, and then just re- re- redo it and stuff, or redo the stages. Um, but I never played it from start to finish on my own. Um, and I just, I think because when I, when I was on Stardew, um, I have a problem going from switch to uh playstation because like the accept button basically changes and Mm. i it takes me a really long time and my intention was to start playing witcher 3 and finish the dlc which i never started or finished um so i was at first like okay i'm gonna just play astro's playroom that was the intent for playing astro yeah just kind of like acclimate to the the dual sense yeah, yeah, oh, get back to the, you know, the the PlayStation button map and oh, okay. also because it's so it's so the f- um the way the controller um yeah, the the that that whole controller aspect of how yeah. it gives all this feedback it's and a tech demo for oh, everything that the controller so sensational does. and so the noises um, and it's super cute. Oh, so cute. I mean, I don't the have music the... music is incredible. I don't have the nostalgia, <laughs> like, where my cry type of thing. Like, so I'm like, okay. This is the oddest game in the world because it's a cute little robot game. Like, anybody could play it because you don't yeah. have to just play it because you want the nostalgia kick. You can play it just because it's super cute. But I have been a pretty um, invested gamer kid since I was five years old. Since my parents brought home a, a used NES from the from the flea market, and I got a, I got really serious into it when I got a PlayStation for my birthday, PlayStation One. So I I've been well versed and well incorporated into the PlayStation family. I've owned all the consoles. I've owned the handhelds. Uh, you know, and I, I I like to think of myself as like a PlayStation expert. You know, I play a little bit of everything. You know, especially the exclusives. So just getting flooded with the nostalgic emotions of being seeing this little reference to Resident Evil 1 to Metal yeah. Gear Solid yeah, because, to Ape Escape because to, this is because this is a PlayStation tech demo it's mm-hmm. all about PlayStation exclusives and not only just their games but also their, their equipment their um and yeah, about some of their history, because you said some of those things were like something that was at, like these rubber duckies were used during a, a... PlayStation 2 tech demo. Yeah, like a tech demo. Like So there's a tech demo within a tech demo. Yeah. Well, they reference the tech demo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, the final boss, the the The, 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 the dinosaur, T-Rex, yeah. That's the PlayStation 1 tech demo at the uh, E3 in yeah. 1994, I think it was. Yeah, so there's just... <laughs> they're so just, crazy. It's so, so, such a sensational game. I mean, didn't this win like some awards or something? Um, probably. I'm, I'm sure I can I look that up. Because I mean, it's just it just so it feels so good to play it. And yeah. and if you own a PlayStation Five, it's automatically it's it's installed in all PlayStation Five. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, don't, so, I don't think there's yeah, there's no disc. No, I just started yeah. playing it. So it's it's a free game. You know, if you if you buy a PlayStation Five, you know they're kind of coming out a little bit more frequently now. So you know they're they're easier to get these days. So if you're looking to get one, definitely pick up Astro's Playroom because even just like Erica said, if you don't have the nostalgia for PlayStation's history or their games, or, you know, if you've been in the PlayStation family since 96, like I have been, 
uh, you know, all those accessories and all the oh, consoles yeah. and that, stuff. Those are just like, oh, okay, whatever. But like to me, <laughs> but, I'm like, I'm like, oh my gosh, I didn't know that they had a GPS thing for the PSP. You know, because like, uh, you know, I, I, I mean, because they're always like this, like, oh, only like a thousand were made yeah. because nobody <laughs> wanted it, right? But like the fact that they celebrate it, you know, the, the, yeah, the Astro's oh, Playroom is like so celebration. Cute. I love all the PlayStation, and and it's just a great, fun little game too. It take you. If you want to get through the entire thing, it took you like two hours, maybe. Oh yeah, but yeah. like yeah, it's just like you don't have to be in love with PlayStation because I'm not in love with PlayStation. But I have so much fun seeing these Easter eggs, mostly because I'm being narrated by Mike. Like, <laughs> oh that, because otherwise I would just be like, oh okay. Oh, there's a ninja there. What's that ninja doing? Oh, or what? What are those like? Uh, yeah, like the rubber duckies. I just would have been yeah. like, okay, they're just rubber duckies. Uh, I would. And I'm like, know. love. You don't know the implications of the love rubber duckies. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh okay. So I think I think that's. So I'm sorry that to all you out there you don't have mike there to to give <laughs> fill you in on all the details and maybe you can watch a video i'm sure somebody has uh made a love video to that um to, to astros astros playroom but all the different um easter eggs that you can find but yeah it's it's such a fun game but as a game though like <sighs> did, did you, what what did you like most about it like did, and also did it help kind of with your um getting used to 3d platformers um well it, it yes i mean yes i mean it, not getting used to because you i know, know you've played you've played and beaten mario odyssey already yeah no but. no it was just well i just wanted to play from start to finish on my accounts so, and technically i because I, I made i don't know why i made one. Oh, i made one for it takes two yeah yeah. i literally made a playstation account just so we could play that game but then i was like oh, i'll just do austria's playroom on my account um and so then you know from start to finish i did that and also you did it because you know because of your you do the inverted camera stuff yeah. so when you save in a, in a, yeah. in a physical game that i want to go back to like all of the settings that you put on would be attached to mine. So you created your own because, yeah. you know, specifically for the eventual Red Dead Redemption 2 PlayStation 5 <laughs> update that lets you LOL. invert the camera. One day. I want to play that game, but I, I, I couldn't deal with it, especially because it's a shooter, really bad at shooters, and I can't invert the cameras. Oh my gosh. I was trying, I was trying so hard. I made it through like 20 minutes or something. I just kept dying at that part where Arthur is, um, with what's Dutch? That? they're there at that house i don't know i yeah it's the very beginning of the yeah day. i literally couldn't make it past that park i kept dying i just yeah. i couldn't i couldn't aim at <laughs> all okay. because it kept going the wrong way yeah it's anyways okay. but astro yeah so you 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 enjoyed it just as a video game too oh yeah, yeah. it's so fun so cute very sensational like oh my know, gosh the f- great noises great oh, visuals you feel the the controller oh my goodness yeah, yeah so amazing touch elements too so yeah definitely pick it up i mean you're gonna have it if you have a PlayStation Five, so don't, so don't, don't skip. Pick it, it up, pick up a PlayStation Five because yeah. that's the only <laughs> I way. I recommend this five hundred dollar game. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's, essentially it is. Yeah. All right. What's next, love? So the next thing was, as I said, Witcher Three. I never did Hearts of Stone or Blood of Wine. I did Witcher Three back in like what twenty nineteen, twenty eighteen. I want to think it was around the time Breath of the Wild came out. Uh, okay, so, so yeah, but it was I didn't I didn't play Breath of the Wild right away. No, I know you didn't, but like you, 
Oh wait, that's right. You played well. You played Breath of the Wild first, and then you played. So it was either 2018 or 2019. I can't say for sure. Let's shoot for 2018 because it was around. The I time actually that think you... it was 2019, but I can't be certain. So it was around the time Anyways. that you moved into the house. That was 2018. No, you started playing the game. Anyways, so <laughs> you started playing the game. I didn't play it until later. Oh, okay. Um. So, but I never did the DLC because the DLC pretty much came out because Mike didn't finish this game. Um. When he got it, um, well, I didn't have the DLC. Well, yeah, yeah. So he, I so, but, but, wait, but then you you played the game right. later because you you started it, but then was like, I can't deal with this giant game right now. You waited later, and then by the time you waited, the DLC had come out, so you mm-hmm. beat the game, and then you went straight on to the DLC. Pretty I think, much, I think that's what you. Yeah, I about, think that's the timeline. So, but then I I played the game after you um sometime after but i never got to the dlc don't know i think it's because i maybe got burnt out and i was also really busy Mm -hmm. so i just saved it like i was like okay i'm gonna come back to this someday and then um i think the reason i started this is because i started listening to the witcher audiobooks um and oh yeah that's right because you know i've I've actually been on a book to a lot of books i've been on a book kick because i was like I want to listen to books and all the Harry Potter's, all the Lord of the Rings, the Witchers. Um, yeah, did I did you get Witcher. I, yeah, I went. I listened. Um, listened to Handmaiden's Tale. Um, what else did I listen to? It's been a couple. I think there's like one other, maybe like two others or something. But yeah. So then I was like, yeah, I really want to play Witcher again. Um, and so then I was like, okay, I'm I'm gonna do it. So I, I did Hearts of Stone first. Very cool story. I I think these DLCs I like better than the base game. It does a lot of the thing. It does a lot of things better than the base game. Like for one, even it's definitely noticeable in Hearts of Stone. But like the the, the CG cutscenes have a lot more choreography to them. Mm. If you notice in the vanilla cutscenes, it's mostly just people walking into frame, having a conversation, and even in the action scenes, it's like a weird jump cut. To where yeah. it cuts away from Geralt doing something, and then you come back to him, and then he's in a pose. Yeah. Right. But like in in Hearts of Stone, and even in Blood and Wine, like you get full on like fight choreography, and like they really paid like stunt people to come in and you know do those moves and to make it actually look like Geralt's doing these things, and not just a weird amateurish cut, you know edit session. Hmm. I I it's I guess because I it's been a while since I played the base game. Um, or had the, played the story of the base game because I because basically Hearts of Stone is still within the main map. Yeah, it's in Novigrad. Um, it's not like in the, like a. It's not the, to the. So it's west. still the same area where you still had access before. It's right. just now there's new quests. Yeah, a little know, further to the east of where it, where it starts, right where you find that uh, manor. Yeah, yeah, so it's it's still in it's in Velen and oh, Velen. Yeah, yeah. So it's um. You know, it's not like a new area, um, and so you still see the same people. You know, so but I didn't have any of the story. Like, so I yeah, I, I can't really compare because it's been so much time from when I played the base game. But yeah, I really liked the Hearts of Stone story. Um, it involves, I think, a a, a jinn or a genie. A jinn. Yeah. He's a he's a really creepy man, kind of creepy, kind of cool. Um, and then like another guy that he's kind of, um, gave a wish to, but he didn't, 
Was it that he needed to give wishes or he, no, he gave, he, he had like a, a bet with him right. or something. And in like return, he gave him like immortality, but, but in, in return took part of his soul. So he, he can't feel certain emotions anymore. Yeah. Literally so, a heart of stone. Yeah. So you, um, you, you do this quest with this, with, uh, this guy called Olgeard, um, but I the the thing with the reason I like the game not I mean because I I can't really compare like the quality because I don't quite remember it um, to the base game but it's the fact that like you know Geralt's not quite in the stakes so you can just kind of enjoy the story for the story um, and I like that um, it does some weird things so in the Hearts of Stone one. Uh, of course you're dealing with a djinn and you're dealing with this guy um and this guy is like okay so you have to so Olgird, you have to like um you have to fulfill three of his requests not really sure yeah it's kind of weird um you have to basically and he thinks you're not going to be able to do any of these things but you yeah, Geralt, amazing man basically it, trying to take advantage of him get some free labor out of him essentially and- well he doesn't think he'll be able to do it because in it all ends up being in service of the djinn, right. this guy called Gontor Odim, but because um, he needs this Olgird to basically give Odim what he's owed, but he can't do it. I forget why. There's a reason. He's basically has to. Yeah, there's some. There's some reason for why you can't do well it, essentially Odim set the stakes to where like it's a monkey's paw kind of situation where like. They're somewhat impossible to give, but you know, oh no, no, it's Olgir is the one that gives you the impossible um, tasks, right? But they're again, like you said, but they were given to him from uh, yeah, because Gaunter, it, yeah. It, it, so it's no, no, they weren't. They were completely Olgir's ideas. Oh, they were. He wanted him. He wanted Girl to show his brother brother who, who uh, a, a good time which was really hard because it turns his out his dead. brother is dead <laughs> so then what ends up happening is the ghost goes into Geralt and then Geralt goes to a wedding yeah <laughs> and, and antics ensue because it's like that's so wacky and weird so it's it's fun too because if you've played the vanilla game you know who how Geralt is in social situations so you get to see Geralt in a bit a bit a of different a, personality. Yeah, because this uh, this brother is quite the partier and quite the um, uh, people ladies person. man, yeah. and uh, also just like the, the the man of of fun, I suppose, or or parties. Um, but yeah, so that was really cool. And then there's you deal with a a woman that um, was ogird's wife iris um and it but you have to go through a painting to get to her and that's just a trip it's like it looks like a um a van gogh and it's just wild it's so amazing like visually and then just just even just the idea that you're going into a painting (laughs) because you have to reach her she's actually like kind of in the dead beyond which is why he didn't think you would be able to he, you basically have to get a rose from her, but first of all, she's also like a spectral, like, like haunt, like a, a ghoul or something. Mm-hmm. She's like a spectral ghoul, so you know you have to like convince her, and she's freaking out because she probably she looks like she had like a mental breakdown. Even now, even in the afterlife, she's still going through a mental breakdown. Um, well, her soul's not at rest. Which, yeah, you know a lot of the ghouls and. Uh, just the Witcher lore in general. That's usually why they haunt the living. It's because yeah. her soul is not at rest. Yeah. So she, you have to, you know, get a rose from her, 
And of course he does that. And then there's another part, one where you're supposed to like bring Olgir to house. Um, that one I don't quite remember all the details, but you basically try to do a heist and then it kind of goes awry, but you still, you get like a house, but it's like a, like a small house, like a miniature version. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, Olgir's like, what are you doing? This isn't the house. And you're like, well, you didn't say, and this is, <laughs> this literally says this is um, the house that you're looking for. Um, so there's some, there was like a really cool antics. Just, it just felt like kind of like a, after all the stakes of the main game, it felt just so free and, and fun. Yeah. Um, it's essentially just a very vast, large side quest. Cause even yeah, in the Witcher 3 yeah, vanilla game is, yeah, they have side quests, the but side quests are some of the best parts of that game. Too. Oh yeah. They, they have giant side quests. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And then that brings you, cause it, um, you, if you want to go into blood and wine, it actually is, you still in Velen. So like I went and I did Hearts of Stone um, and then I was like, okay, I'm not time to start Blood and Wine. And you literally start in like Oxenford or something, which is a uh, part of Velen. Um, Off to the east. Yeah. And, and um, basically you, it goes, yeah. Wait, no, do you? Hold on. Does it start in Velen? Or Oxford? Mm, wait, no, I think Hearts of Stone starts in Oxenford. Now I'm trying to think. How the heck? It's not heck? that important. Yeah, I forget how you, you I forget it how it up, starts. You get it on a notice board. Yeah, it's something like some you get summoned. I think you get. I think. Oh no no no! There's those two guys, those two soldiers that are yeah. from the duchy um, that are there to collect Geralt. That's what it is. Yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. So that actually, what I was thinking is for Hearts of Stone, but Blood and Wine starts. You're still in Velen, but two people come to collect you. Um, and they want you because there's like a, a monster terrorizing the duchy and it's right during a, a, a very prestigious and, and, um, culturally important tournament. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in that region and you go off to this completely new area and that's, 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 and it's, and it's literally like everything is ugly and dreary and bloody and, monotone in Velen and um then you come over here to uh the Toussaint mm-hmm. and everything is like it co- literally looks like you go went to Mario Land the, the versus versus um 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 what, what is that uh uh Dark Souls. <laughs> right. Like you know it's literally like that sort of Bloodborne. Um yeah. uh very very stark compa- contrast uh, contrast yeah that well, even because even in the lore too, like the the war hasn't reached Toussaint. Yeah, Toussaint is its own. Well, it it's um, under um the it's like a vassal state of uh, um um the Black Sun. What am I? Oh, the, the Nilfgaardians. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So and they're also far so enough they're sovereign, south. Yeah, they're, they're a sovereign region, so the war well, has and reached also, them, which is why they're yeah thriving and the sky is well then they're also like uh fueled by wine yeah (laughs) it's basically like italy yeah so they they, yeah it's the french countryside or or yeah yeah, uh, Yeah. france france italy um you know the the wine fuels a lot of their economy um and there there's just like a really long you like you can see the culture is so different so after you know playing if, if, if if you've played the witcher 3 for so long and even invested time into you know hearts of stone going to Toussaint, which is its own 
huge oh, part. Oh, and then the other thing map, is, is they have know? their own items, items that not necessarily you like you know there's a lot of like junk items that you can get the junk items that you can get into song are completely different so it, it just feels more interesting because you right. get tired of seeing those junk items you're just like oh okay whatever so it's just a refreshing just sense of revitalization for that this game really really not necessarily needed but like you didn't know it it's needed. a long game and then they were like yeah. here here's just something that's a little different and it'll help revitalize it's your- the length of a smaller like 10 12 hour game that's just on its own too oh, so yeah, like, if you're if you if you want to invest time into this oh my gosh is it well worth your money oh yeah it's so fun um well it's about vampires just say that i mean it's on the it's on the thing so Blood love, don't 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 go into like every single plot detail oh no please. no i know but it's uh it's just like it's really interesting because there's no vampires in the base game right so, they, they touch upon it in like the bestiary and stuff yeah there's like lesser vampires that you yeah. come across in like you know the in the main game and stuff but like there's because well, like, what i'm trying to say is that there's new types of enemies yeah. now now it's like new enemies there's new loot um there is like completely new story and new people that you've never seen before you couldn't ever go to before and the other awesome thing is is you get a house you get a whole plot of land yeah and you can store stuff there you can't really decorate it you can decorate it like with some of your armor but that's about it paintings you have paintings oh yeah you can put paintings but there's like a set like 20 paintings in the game that you can actually put for a game like this i wouldn't expect you to go yeah it's not it's not animal oh i can change the wallpaper i can put (laughs) a new carpeting down (laughs) yeah no no i can call up tom nook and have him like send me that lamp i've been wanting (laughs) but it was pretty cool that you know you could do a little bit of things and then there there, there's like a later on you can get uh something in your basement um basically where you can create mutagens and where you can um sharpen your sword and and uh like the the like um combat buffs that you can get from using a a a, um a a armor and like sword sharpener bench you know those Mm -hmm. those little things um so those are like we're all right there so you could just do everything that you need um and then you know head out and it's yeah it's like it's really cool um and of course you can get better armor um you can like fully upgrade like the armors that you've been investing in like yeah and there's completely new armor too like so all the witcher armor there's now more there's like it's basically the same levels, but now they're called like Grandmaster, Grandmaster Grand. Blah, 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 blah. It just starts with Grand, and it goes up three levels, just like mm-hmm. um, how the base game did. So, um, you know, I did all that. <laughs> uh, started to get a little bit fatigued on that one, though. Uh, but I still got it. <laughs> I yeah, finding or those, at least the Vine diagrams. Finding I got those all armor the sets are not like the most exciting part of the game, but like. You know, it's just, well, and you don't have to find all of them. You don't have to. I'm kind of crazy about that. I'm just like, I'll yeah. find them all. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah, you don't have to, but you know, it, it, it's it's there if you if you want to. If you want to, have to do some busy oh, yeah. work, but like, yeah, the the just like with the the previous DLC and the vanilla game, so many side quests, so many new people to meet. Oh, just, so the, many the new games looks different because it's just so much so much more bright bright. Like the the grass is so green. Yeah. And it, there's literally rainbows in the sky. And definitely don't spoil this part, but there's like a amazing out of left field, like trippy 
section of the game that goes on for a sizable amount that oh god i love incredible i love like yeah this is probably my favorite one because i love that aspect that one it's it's a pathway you don't have to go that way which is something i didn't quite understand when i was approaching that section of the game there becomes a fork there's actually um just kind of like in the base game there there's a fork you know you can choose different pathways to end the game i mean Mm -hmm. It kind of depends on like layers, like some event that happened here and then some event that happened here. So yeah, you do need certain events to line up, but um, you know, it happens here where I don't think, I don't remember hearts of stone. If it really had like a fork, there was kind of like, like you could choose um, the ending a little bit, but there wasn't a fork, but in the blood and wine, there is a fork. Um, and right, like a whole different like you can narrative and unfortunately I only I only did one of those like I didn't go back and do the other one I should have did a save and then gone back and done the other one well, but I the, didn't with the uh, you know next gen up no, current gen update that's coming yeah, out I know. a perfect excuse to go oh, back I know. and just completely replay it oh yeah I know and I, I tried so hard in that t- tournament to get to get um, horse, um, like a horse gear for roach there's like this yeah, the racing isn't very. There's good. like a so you can actually per, um, participate in the tournament and get like um, a, a armor piece, um, a a bow or like a crossbow. Crossbow. Yeah, and then like um, some gear for for Roach. Um, I mean, it's not like it's the best stats or anything. They're not bad, but it's just cute because it's just like, oh, that's so cute. This is this is like because Geralt like is competing as like sir Geralt or whatever of Rivia. And you know, this is like his coat of arms and it's just really cute. And it was like, yeah, I tried really hard though, but people have trouble with roach and uh, shooting the, the crossbow. So, and yeah, I, I tried so hard. Yeah. I tried so hard and so it just wasn't forgiving enough. Hopefully the new update maybe. Uh, oh, I know because I've literally be riding roach aim. All of a sudden he would shoot behind him and I'm like, what the, doing all right i i tried so hard and i i actually put way too much yeah. so we love the witcher <sighs> here at our household you know we love the you know we love the netflix series we love the books we love the game so you know uh, seeing revisiting the witcher games again through you has been such a pleasure and just it, and again, it just floods me with nostalgia you know because i played the game i played all the dlcs and uh, you know, I, I fully absorbed all that stuff. So it's, it's, it's never, there's never a bad time to go play the Witcher. And, you know, especially now with, uh, you know, the, there's going to be, yeah, an update. Gen so update. I am kind of like, Hmm, maybe I should go back and <laughs> play that. Cause I was, a, I felt a little bit like, Oh, there's an update. I should have waited to play. Oh, that sucks. But you know, well, uh, maybe y'all have to just, you know, go back to it maybe next year or something. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. Uh, if you, if you haven't already, you know, go pick up the Witcher Three. It's cheap. You know, you, it's it's always on sale, digitally and physically. And once in a while, and I'm sure that's the case right now. Whether you're playing on PC or the current gen consoles, or even on Switch, or I think on Switch everything's on the cart. But um, uh, yeah, the, the the Hearts of Stone and Blood and Wine DLCs are usually on a really good sale, so don't skip that as as well. I think those are like must play. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, speaking of must Super play, good stories. Speaking of must play, what do <gasps> we got here? Stray! <laughs> Stray! So we already did a full 
deep dive. deep dive into this game. So we won't go like too much into it. But do yes. you have anything else to say? Anything to reiterate? Well, we were doing our little input into, um, you know, the game awards since mm-hmm. um, we were talking about it. Like, what should be the game of the year? What should be the best indie game? Um, I mean, of course, there's a lot of games on there that not even Mike has played. So we kind of felt guilty about like, ranking well, we, some things because yeah, it was we like well, we don't some really know we didn't want to we didn't feel comfortable voting on but yeah we, we yeah logged in. but there was like you know some some categories where there was a couple games like oh we do want to play that like because we we just started a plague tale mm-hmm. um plague because tale we were Requiem. waiting for the physical and so you know it's like we just had to wait until well, we, the physical was out. i was waiting for a sale oh that's what you were waiting yeah. for oh i thought you were waiting for the physical okay so then um you know, and but otherwise, like at least with Game of the Year, Mike's played all those except for Plague Tale. You know, there, so there was some things where we're like, oh, shoot, I wish we could have, we could wish we could have played all these different games so we could really know, you know, wh- how the game that we want to win stands up against something we haven't played. But I just, I'm like, Stray is just so good. Um, and it is quite a pleasure i don't it's know a pleasant surprise I, I, I to see it here nominated for game of the year yes i don't think it'll win i mean I when you have so, get war, god of war ragnarok movie yeah. um yeah, and elden ring here too as well well yeah yeah that was like you know everybody's everybody's favorite game but i think i do think it belongs here in game of the year as yeah. far as uh you know nomination as goes. far as it, impact it yeah it, it impacted the industry it kind of took over the internet for like a couple weeks, which was which was a pleasure. You know, people, you know, cat, cats were just you know living the good life, get being filmed and being put on the internet for free internet points for you know, <laughs> those, those couple of weeks that this game came out. But uh, yeah, uh, it, and it was nominated for a lot of things. The best game direction, but I I definitely think it deserves a nomination. It deserves there. something. Best like, art direction. I mean, like. Yeah. Um, there's there's something here I would choose bef- ahead of it, but I think it deserves that nomination. Uh, what else we got here? We got best independent game. Definitely deserves it that nomination. Probably should win that. Um, yeah, that. yeah. We got Cult of the Lamb. Neon. I think maybe Neon White might take it before. Uh, maybe it depends yeah. on who's voting. You know, like if they like. I mean, I just feel like straight. I don't know. It's just, it's one of those games that I feel like anybody could play. Like, Neon White seems like not a game anybody could play. Right, that's but specific, Stray that's is very accessible. Genre, yeah. It's very accessible. Anybody could play it as long as you don't have any disdain for yeah. cats <laughs> or robots. We got, we got like Sifu and Tunic. Oh, yeah. And Sifu, that's not accessible at all. No. But yeah, if I would be, I wouldn't be surprised if Stray won Best Independent Game. I think it definitely deserves it. If it was going to win anything, I think it would probably win in best independent game, maybe best art direction. Um, but I think the other nominations are too strong for that to win. Um, but yeah. Uh, so congrats, a uh, best action adventure game. I don't think it belongs in that category to be honest. Uh, but yeah, stray has just been all over the place. So yeah, it's, it's been nominated. Well-deserved. We'll see where it lands um, mm-hmm. this Thursday, this Thursday. Yeah. So yeah. I hope it wins something. Cause, and then I, I kind of hope, um, horizon forbidden west wins something because i feel I bad for that game <laughs> it always has to release next to like mega juggernauts so <laughs> hey congrats uh, best of luck to you forbidden west but mike will talk about that we'll talk about that episode. on the next episode I, and when we do that episode too the game rewards would have happened so so we'll, yeah we'll, we'll have see. some we'll have some <laughs> answers 
Okay, so yeah, then so go back and listen to our episode on Stray. Complete yes. deep dive. Oh, my, I just vomit my love of Stray. <laughs> so next thing, I kind of dabbled in um, because my love bought this for me. Well, I think last year, ten bucks. Yeah, uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Um, the only reason I want to play this is because your ancestors. I have Nordic uh, <laughs> ancestry. Um, plus, also, you know, the hype around. Um, uh, um, Ragnarok? You basically. Um, but not Ragnarok, but the pantheon of. <laughs> Norse gods? Yes, there we go. Oh, That's okay. the word on the corner. Norse. I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> um norse mythology um has been you know all over the place and then that's like i'm kind of like uh i should probably know <laughs> something about this um and you know they have a really i don't know um well developed educational mode um and that's what i thought was really cool well, so the narratives in assassin's creeds have always have always revolved around um non-fiction the, the, the narratives are fiction, so, you know, they, they call it historical fiction. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, so the, the narratives are always based around historical events. Yeah. But, like, you know, secret societies and, you know, yeah. things like that. So. so I have never played any Assassin's Creed game, and I, I didn't actually play the base game. I just booted up the um, educational mode that they have, and I'm almost done with that. Um, it's a it's s- called the discovery mode. Super janky game oh no <laughs> i mean the way the ho- when i compare it to witcher or when i see mike playing cyberpunk or or uh, all the horses are in cyberpunk yeah. well i'm just talking about graphics <laughs> right. um and and the way the mechanics and the way the characters move and stuff um and, or or you know get god of war so i'm used to see or forbidden west or horizon um or or even elden ring like these games i see so more realistic game stray i see the characters moving but then i go up and boot up this assassin's creed and i'm just in the educational mode so not even like intense combat going on the horses look like they're just like floating like on a like being suspended and then just trying to run over (laughs) over like a terrain that's like super bumpy and you're just like this is very yeah you can um, tell it's not mo-capped it's just kind uh, of manually yeah, animated. there's just a lot of stuff like that where I'm just like, oh, oh okay. I, I thought I wasn't a stickler for, like, realism, but some of that stuff is a little jarring. Yeah, but there's a difference know, between, like... Maybe I'll really like the game. I don't know. Yeah, you I, haven't, so I haven't touched the narrative. I haven't, yeah, I haven't... I'm, I'm almost, I was almost done with the story mode. I, I mean, with the educational discovery. Discovery mode. It was really cool. I liked it a lot. It's a lot of reading, which I'm okay with. I, I'd rather read than have somebody like narrate it to me. Cause <laughs> to be honest, it's like, I'm going to read it anyways. Says, says the woman who just listened to how many hours of audiobooks. I know, <laughs> but that's just that. That's a different reason. <laughs> I, if it, for me to be able to like really get into it, I need to read it. Right. right. Um, so yeah, that was really cool and really informa- uh, informative. Um, Cause it's, it's more just about like the culture, like, you know, like what kind of, you know, like how did they deal with burials and um, you know, 
what's up with those big ships um and and the and the funny characters that are at the tips yeah um and then like what's up with their giant lo- like uh, uh houses log houses you know stuff like that and it was like oh those are really cool and and then there's a little bit about like oh some of the bad part of it where you know they go um <laughs> they go and ransack uh the english Mm-hmm. It's like, oh yeah, that, yeah, that is a thing that they did during uh-huh. the Viking expansions to the British Idols. Yeah, so, so you know, there's actually like, and then you actually um, get it the from the perspective of a people in the British Isles. You're actually at a monastery um, as a like a, a monk, and so you get kind of like just in the discovery mode. You're talking about, yeah, yeah, and so you go back and forth between these characters. Like, there's actually like three or four characters. I only got back in like two characters so like one is a viking who's going out and doing these raids the other is at as like at a monastery who is going to be raided by this party so you know like it was kind of cool perspective yeah it was kind of cool so um and then so you're also getting what like you know the religion and their belief in their health beliefs there's some stuff about like kind of how they dealt with medicine for medicine yeah. um and there's just like a couple other things you know from the english perspective so you're learning a little bit about that so yeah. it's really cool even though i haven't played assassin's creed since assassin's creed 3 way back in like 2012 well, just I, I mean i know this this series has kind of a bad rep for being like well it's just it's just so much and i don't think i think they need to stop and like really take time and like polish the games before they come out instead of just pushing them out every year yeah but, um, but anyway my, my, my point being is that like i've always respected even though i haven't played most of the games at this point their their attention to detail as far as like historical accuracy goes yeah even though it's a work of fiction they always make sure that they use you know the correct like dressing for like the clothing or like you know time um uh time accurate like uh weaponry weaponry and cookware and yeah you know and transportation and things like that oh yeah, yeah. so it was like really cool it was just like kind of learning about some of that stuff but so you know i mean i i do plan to play it it's just also i've never played the assassin's creed game and it like any kind of combat game i'm really like like an easy I mean, that was the way witcher was like you know i was scared to go into so witcher you can with combat. Play easy yeah and i do believe and it's just my experience from the uh first five assassin's creed games that um th- there's a long tutorial section mm. which is like a couple hours long oh, okay. so they really want to ease you in and they really want to make it as accessible as possible oh, okay. so you shouldn't be afraid going into it or oh. nervous or um anything about that it'll so there's there's a lot of stuff to mitigate that um, um unease for you so okay. you shouldn't have to worry going into it whenever you end up you know yeah uh, picking it up again so i did do that i haven't finished the game but i at least dipped my toes um Are so you excited i'm not really kind of left a, a bad first impression no i i will i will i just feel like it's gonna be like i'm just not i'm just not gonna come back to it yet because yeah. um and i'll i'll explain why <laughs> in in just a few moments but let's move on to the next game yeah a lot to talk um, about so the for this one. next one um mike played this this year last year forgot at the latest it was earlier this year but i, I to, to be comfortable i want to say i played it last year okay so it's spirit fair came out in 2020 uh yes 2020 so wait why did it take you so long to play it is it because physical. physical okay so mike like wanted waiting for the physical so when we finally got physical, the physical forever baby um 
then he finally got to play it. I thought it looked super cute and it looked kind of sad, but also sweet. Um, made me cry like a million times. So oh, yeah. this is, I, I choked up and teared up it's, so much. It's about death. Too. And especially if you are going through um, Spirit Fair is about letting go and getting rid of like dealing with resentments or dealing with like un um kind of un- unresolved uh, yeah issues i mean issues. it's not like oh they they fix all their problems that they wanted to fix it's just more like they get to a comfortable spot to where they're ready to go and in um, some cases some people just never get a chance to resolve the things that were that you know they were weighing heavy in their heart you know mm-hmm. i'm thinking of one character in particular i'm not going to say that character's name but um it's like your favorite character on the ship left suddenly oh he n- n- no his issues were resolved oh. he, he said he was ready oh okay he warns you he you just think you need to take him and something just happens. Right. Okay. So yeah, I, I I even feel like saying that is too much, but like. Um. So, anyways, uh, but it's a it's a it's another game that you don't have to have strategy, but if you want to do things efficiently, because you are ferrying a boat around a giant area. Yeah. So you were essentially the new Charon, the new uh, um so but ferry master. So you're not just spirits. taking them to the after the afterlife like you are letting them live on your boat and like making them feel comfortable to so that they can be ready and that usually requires you to do something to get them certain kinds of food to take them to a certain island so that they can do something or they can talk so, to so, somebody one last time yeah so there's like some things you have to do before they're ready um it it, it can be so there is like a quest log. Unfortunately, some of I don't really like the quest log very much. It's almost like you can start a quest and it could literally be over and you wouldn't even realize it. So I, I don't know how you would fix that. Um, cause it, why? Because you would already have the resources um, for that quest. And you they- like, like I would, I would fulfill something and not even realize I was fulfilling it per se. Mm. It, it's, it's, I, I can't quite think of an example. So there's just, the way the the um the because the quests go, um, they're a little odd. Um, but I mean, it's still good. It's fine. Um, I I did follow a lot of guides for Spirit Fair because there was a point when I felt like kind of stuck, um, and confused about what I was supposed to do next. Yeah, that happened to me once too. But I think it was just a, like I just thing... didn't know where this one resource was, and it was it yeah. ended up being a place I had never even visited. So you basically spend the whole time going on a boat, going to different islands. Um, there's not real. You don't ever just like. There's not like one giant piece of area. Everything is like tiny little islands. Um, but uh, some of the some of the areas you need to go to are actually. Um, and I like this. This is this is where the strategy comes into play. Um, there's a main area, and then there's like an ice area where your boat has to be upgraded in order to pass and get into that area. Well, that's how the game level, um, level gates you. Yes. Yeah, so there's this ice area. There's a rock area. There's a um, and then there's like a mist area. And so you know you you have to do certain things before you can get to these. 
and so that's sort of the strategy or and sort of the um where you just have to where you have to plan you have to plan out okay i need to get this character before this and so this game is not like stardew where it had all the resources available there were some yeah i think there's a lot but it wasn't as um it wasn't as much love for it you know and passion and uh information beautiful guides or anything like that i felt like it was a bit more fragmented it's a lesser known game too it's not as big or popular as stardew valley or yeah. animal crossing but it's well worth people's time and attention oh yeah, yeah, yeah. especially if you have any issues like like people yeah. who've passed on i mean there was one character i think this game could be very cathartic to people yeah i mean i literally cried even for characters who are like i'm glad you're getting off my boat you really annoy me yeah <laughs> and, it, and it, it was really like it was good. like it was hard it was like it was weird it was like i was like i'm gonna be so happy when they go through the through the gate when i ferry them yeah, finally but then, but then share... i started crying and i'm like why am i crying for you you're an well it's because they share one more thing about themselves right they, they have one last story to tell and yeah you know and when you get to know somebody a little bit better on a more personal level, you get to hear things from their perspective and then it recontextualizes how they act and the way that they treat people. And you, even though you don't have to agree with the way that they live their life or the way that they treated people, you at least have that sympathy for understanding why they're like that. Right? Yeah. So I it's feel a, like it does that for some characters. It, it kind of fills in their life story yeah. as you talk to them. And the beautiful thing about this too, is that like, while the game was being written, a lot of the characters that you meet and Shepard and Fairy are based off of real life people from the developers. Yes. So that's yes. Like there's a, a lot of different kinds of, of people. There's like an old, and so all these people actually, when they get when they um, enter and um, travel on your boat, become animals, and so they're different they're kinds. Animals. So you. Um, uh stella stella you are like a girl <laughs> um, a young woman yeah. a young woman but everybody everybody who comes onto your boat is actually an animal <laughs> yeah. so um and i don't know if that's some of them seem kind of like they embody their particular um, yeah it's supposed to be their personality yeah, yeah yeah so like some you can tell like the the animal is is kind of uh, or at least the way the animal is drawn in the game is really like matching their personality um and so that's really cool um getting to know some of them some of their favorite foods um their backstories you know that you know it it happens over periods of time and um you know just that level the level gate um figuring out because unfortunately to progress in the game you could choose not to let to take anyone to the gate but eventually they do, do ask else. you yeah. when they're ready but then there you actually the game forces you you have to take them or you can't progress so you're like oh i have to let go yeah, like it's the game not- is literally teaching you <laughs> how to let go of people yeah so that's actually kind of one of the things that's unspoken about the game like it doesn't it doesn't force you like it's not like oh cutscene now they're we're going it it's literally like you have to choose to take them mm-hmm. and i think the first character was actually the hardest for me to take because it turns out that, that person was actually stella's best friend in the real world before they died yeah and it was just like oh she just seemed like such a cool character and yeah she was actually the hard well because she's also the first and so that one was hard cried like a baby yeah and it was and it's a it's a very tough game emotionally too and 
and that's why I think a lot of people I I, I feel like should play it. It's, and it's it, hard. It's a it's it's a sad game, but it's 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 quite rewarding. It, yeah. And a lot of the graphics are really beautiful. Yeah, I the mean, hand drawn art is just uh, gorgeous. it's so pretty. Um, There's a hug mechanic in the uh, game, and, and it, it's so satisfying. So satisfying. I mean, hugs hugs in any other game, I. I mean, just just the way that they because like you can see it too. Like there's like a little see, extra pixels where they can, squeeze each other. Yeah, yeah. You so can see the, the emotions, and then different characters when you hug them, they they react differently. Um, it's it's yeah, because hugging is actually a mechanic in the game, yeah. and it actually like boosts the characters' morale. And but then they don't want too many hugs because sometimes they'll tell you, "Oh, I, I don't yeah. want to <laughs> hug right now." And some characters, if you hug them, they will be upset. <laughs> so you yeah. just have to just not hug them. Um, I think this is a game that like I would love to like do a full deep dive, full spoilers deep dive with you one day. Yeah, just to unpack it and like really take it, everything. I think it's a in. good game, especially if you're like. If you ever had any issues, like if also somebody should... died and you were like, oh, I didn't realize I had to let go. Yeah. You know? And then, but then you're like, well, what about, how are they feeling? Because they are probably regretting a lot of things. Yeah. You know, too. so the video, anyway, we, we, we haven't mentioned that this game is like another sim type of game like farm yes it is sim. it is you do yeah. farm you actually have you um plant crops and you need to do the crops you have to mm-hmm. get certain meals um you yourself you process metals you yeah it's yeah, you make fabrics. i think all the meals are just given to your um you don't eat them you just give them to your passengers mm-hmm. yeah, it's just for your passengers because your passengers will be like uh, sad um, but, um, yeah, you get, um, you get like a chicken coop, a, a, a like sheep corral, um, uh, and, and cows, but everything's a block. So it's like Tetris farm sim, um, yeah, the a very you... indie game where you're, you're dealing with death and there's like a mechanic to that. Um, you're dealing with like strategy because you have to plan out, like, unless you want to be going all around the map, like constant, because it takes a long time to to sail from one end of the map to the other there are a couple like fast travel but they're quite annoying to um <laughs> yeah the, there's a reason for that there's, there's, there's some things i think like a quality of life update but yeah, they're done with the um, game at this point but like yeah i think some quality of life things could be changed I mean, but i think it's a beautiful game yeah i think it's a must play game yeah and- i want to replay it because i feel like maybe i didn't complete things in the in, a, in like a proper order because I by the time there the, is a proper well, order the, the, by the time the end of the game once i finally did all these upgrades i was already done with everything and i just was kind of waiting around for like some of my characters to ask me to take them to the door <laughs> and so i felt like i finished things well that's a just little how you too are soon or maybe a little too late type of thing no i think that's just how you are you just love to like maximize your proficiency in everything before you before so like you maybe i was too proficient because i like because i actually ended up finishing everything i but it's also because i didn't try to full spoilers figure out everything that was going to happen so i didn't know that once this character got on my boat i this is the number like there's the x y and z things you have to do i just kind of just thought it was gonna be like all the others but it turns out some of those characters towards the end have a very different format um, and it ended up taking way longer at the yeah. end. So, you know, maybe don't finish the game, like try to like 
plow through it at the end because you have a lot of extra time waiting for these people to tell you finally like they're ready to go yeah because <laughs> i was just like sailing around doing nothing because i was just like oh they, they haven't asked and one more thing you know i, I kind of want to touch upon with the game itself is that you know throughout my many many years at this point playing video games more than 30 years death has always been um a constant theme you know, you die, you restart. Death is the motivating factor for your villain or for your your protagonist. It's it's a mechanic, like in like in from oh, software games. You die now, you have to you know restart. Yeah. So, but this game handles death in a very human way, in a very heavy way, in a way that I think. A lot of movies that I've seen don't touch upon death in this way either. And it's the way that death is gamified in this way, but it's treated with reverence and and the respect and weight it deserves is some, it's like the highest praise I could give it. I think it's an all time favorite for me. And I think it's a game that I, uh, I would recommend it to anybody who has the means to play it. It's even on iOS and Android, or it's coming to an- iOS and Android at some point. So, um, and it's a I simplistic mean, it, enough it, game to where I think, you know, if, even if you played it and listened to it on your phone, um, you would get a lot out of it. It just, it really, I feel like you do need to play it because otherwise you're yeah. not, you're not getting. No, no, I mean like. Oh, oh play, oh, play the game. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant like, like listen to it no, or it's something. Coming, it's <laughs> it's coming like... to like the iOS and Android store. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I feel like it's, it's a really good game. Like. Cause there was like, it's it, even, I was really surprised like how much this made me cry. I was like, why am I having an issue with this? Or why am I reluctant to take this character to the door? Because that's your ultimate goal. You take, so that your spirits yeah. go on your boat. You do some things for them to yeah. like, make them happy, help them resolve their issues. And then you take them to the final door. Yeah, the premise then, is oh, that like you're taking over Charon's responsibility. For well, them. Charon didn't. I, not that I understand. Didn't give them a four star hotel no, or no. <laughs> on a boat. No, yeah, of course Charon was just selling a, a tiny little ferry. But like you're taking over Charon's responsibility, but you're doing it in your own way. Right. You're basically creating a bed and breakfast. Yeah, it's bed and breakfast. That's what <laughs> for, it is for these spirits before they're. Yeah, ready you to literally move. get them their own little houses, um, and that's part of the Tetris aspect because you have to try to fit this stuff on your. There's literally a grid and all these different shops. Like, so you have like your crops, and you have a quarry. Um, you have a thing for making thread. Um, you have to fit these all on your boat, and then you have to fit it, fit your spirits' um, little houses on your boat too. Um, so there's like a Tetris aspect to that, like. Yeah. And then it actually affects some of the games. There's like mini games in the game that so the way your layout of your boat will actually affect how easy or hard those mini games are. So yeah, it's it's, there's it's, a lot of it's different not as complicated game. as something like Stardew Valley, I would say. But like there's 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 a lot to think about too. You know, so there's fun stuff to think about. There's you know I heavy existential stuff to think about with this game. You, the only thing is like, like how, how I got stuck. I still, I think this is one, even like same with like starting Valley. I think you can figure things out, but I feel like the spirit fair, there was a couple of places where I feel like a couple you, roadblocks. you needed a guide. So yeah. that's the only, I, I think, used the guide for maybe one, maybe two things. So yeah. well, I needed it for like a couple of things where I was like, that's okay. But I also wanted to like, make sure I was maximizing 
Yeah, um, but that doesn't mean that the game is not worth playing. Though. So oh no, no, no. Is... I'm just, I'm just saying, like, if somebody feels like, oh, it's just going to be super easy, yeah, like there is some aspects to figure out. Yeah, just look it up. No big deal. But yeah, so this was a really good game. I had to take a few days after I finished it. Excuse me, um, just to be sad. <laughs> yeah, a little sad, just a little sad. Happy and, sad. You know, after playing this game, that main theme, that Everdor theme. Every time I hear it now, it's just, it chokes. That's why oh, yeah, sometimes the music pl- in it is great too. Yeah. When you're playing it and like, you know, the Everdoor theme comes on, I like, like, you know, I have to like turn away or walk away. Cause like that, yeah, that, that, so that the song music, wrecks me. The music have some, um, some, some impacts too. Yeah. It's a very, very bitter, cute. bittersweet song for a better, bittersweet game. Yeah, I like it. It's super cute. I love yeah. this game. I'm really glad you played it, love. I'm really glad you did. Well, I was, when I saw you playing it, I was like, oh, I want to play this. This looks so cute. And it, it looks like, you know, it's just it's so adorable mm-hmm. and um, and just so sweet. Um, but yeah, so then after Speaking Spirit... adorable. After <laughs> Spirit Fair. Okay, so I jumped on the animal crossing bandwagon back in 2020 because my friend was playing it and she was like oh yeah you you could actually play with me if you get the game something of that nature um or it was just that my friend was talking about it and playing it and i was like oh that looks kind of cute the biggest thing in the world especially at the start of the pandemic in 2020 yeah but i wasn't paying attention to that i was just paying attention to the fact that my friend was playing it and there was an aspect where you could play with each other. So I was like, that might be cool. And then I, you know, we watched some reviews and Shelby was like, I love Animal Crossing. And so then I was kind of like, well, okay. I mean, I'll, I'll try it out. It looks like a baby game. (laughs) And I was a little like, I I was a little wary. (laughs) I was a little wary about it. And I have never played any Animal Crossing previously um i know it's a long uh a long-standing franchise it's been around since the gamecube um but i had not played in any of them because that's why i was literally like oh my god it looks like a freaking baby game like i literally felt like it looked like diapers type of thing like it just <laughs> looks like such a baby game that i was like a little i mean it looks cute but i was afraid it was gonna play like a baby game but then it turns out there's a lot of complexities adult theme not adult themes but like adult <laughs> duties right like you know yeah, oh hardcore. hey you ran out of resources oh well i guess you're stuck you know like oh you need to pay this giant loan look at everything how yes there's some like adult issues that which is actually kind of cool like then kids can learn how to resort or how to um manage money resources plan out their day in a very simplistic nature yeah oh yeah yeah so like well so i jumped on the bandwagon 2020 um and literally immediately became hooked like it wasn't even like i needed convincing just by playing with um um uh <laughs> with uh your friend yeah with my friend it it was literally like no i in fact i figured like i was a bigger fan than her um, I mean, in a sense that, like, she had played at least, I at least know she played Pocket Camp. Um, but so she was, it's not like she'd been playing like a long, long time, but at least as far as the long standing sort of commitment to playing the game and then just sort of my obsession with it, um, I feel like I became a bigger fan than her. I don't know if I would want to 
play the n- next game maybe because mm. i found out gonna well i did game. find out that that a lot of the past games some of those assets are literally in this game as well um i don't know how much has changed but of course the, you know it looks completely different but things that were in pop camp are also like all that sanrio stuff the sanrio um crossover furniture those those characters and that furniture was in pocket camp oh, i don't cool. know i don't know how many like if it's been but it's at least been in one maybe more so well, it's like new leaf was on 3ds and so maybe also maybe also new leaf as amiibo well. capabilities so, so it's possible that was on that too yeah it, in fact it might be new leaf that i'm thinking of and not pocket camp because that would make more sense i don't know but so it was just really like oh but because I was so new to this, how this Animal Crossing work, it was a bit frustrating. It's it can be a really frustrating game, and it, it's it takes a lot of time. But it's very cute and it's very fun. Um, unlike yeah, Stardew, unlike Spiritfarer, unlike Witcher with your house, um, you can customize a lot. And just seeing some of the people's. Uh, you know, all, both online and like some of the things that we visited, creations, island it is, creations, it is, house it creations is about are creativity. Like fascinating. It's not about lore. It's not about the story because the story is just literally: you come to an island, you get a tent, you owe Tom Nook Raccoon a, a buttload of money um, all the time because you're always trying to upgrade your house so you have more storage, rooms to decorate. Um, basically, that's it. And then you're, you're chopping trees, you're hitting rocks, you're trying to cross flowers because I did that. I c- crossed because there's breeding, flower breeding in the game. I don't know if that was in the previous games. It was a very frustrating process, mm-hmm. um, but I did it. I right. got all the flowers, um, but it literally, it took almost like five months to get all the flowers. <laughs> it, it was, so. it was, it, I, I was so frustrated. So again, we could spend a whole episode anyways, going but, through your whole history of Animal Crossing. Well, I'm just Crossing saying like, okay, so like that, but, like, but anyways, so Animal you Crossing. put it down in 2021. Yes. Yeah, so I put, I put it down because it was kind of taking over my life um and it was i needed to start like getting focused for like doing a lot of things for school and the and, wedding and things like that yeah and um because originally our wedding was supposed to be 2020 then it was pushed to like may 2021, 2021. so then yeah, it was like October i literally need to stop this game it was kind of taking over my life um so i stopped I, I that's the only way I don't know moderation I can only do all in so I had to stop and which was sad because there was like new things coming out especially when the DLC was announced and I was like well that's sad but I, I'm just not going to pay attention to it because I can't control well, myself yeah speaking of which you know during an episode Zoe's episode she brought up Animal Crossing New Horizons because she played the Happy Home Paradise expansion yes so which, know it, you, you know, came out 2021. November but, 2021. Yeah, and, yeah, so. so they're no longer doing any more updates. That's, like, the last, um, that's the last quality of life at the... But they, they did release, like, you know, the cafe that you've you've played in, at least. Yeah, I mean, so now oh, there are a lot Some of, of the things. other quality of life things, like you get to go on, like, what, island tours with um, Cap'n? And- yeah, so, well, then it's not quite quality of life. That's just introducing new recipes and new... Um, resources oh, so now they the, have like some of the island guests hang out at um harv's island now yeah so that's, actually, for that's actually really helpful because now you don't feel so like 
just waiting for them to show up. Yeah, like when are they going to show up? They actually can, but then they can like end up. Yeah, so there's some there's some really interesting and great things, and I think that one of the best things that was driving me super crazy before, because essentially there's just so many different furniture items and variants, and and go on forever about it, but sometimes you just can't get that one that you want. And unless you buy it, you can't get it. But now they introduced the thing where they made it, um, where you can just pay this character um, and he just customized it to the one you want, as long as you have the any of the variants. And so there's like some like really great things that they did if you want to just do the decorating. If you yeah. just want to... If that's how you want to play the game, then I mean, I'm like glad that you... they put that in for you. In my think... opinion, I don't think that's what the game... The game is about, about decorating. Right, but, but it's about have... making do with what you have. No, it's about decorating. Okay, it's about deco- it's literally about decorating. Of course there's like, hey, I want If wanna... they wanted you to have everything, they would have given you everything. Well, no, I mean, not saying everything, but the one that you want. See, that's where you're missing here. I want to decorate it like this, but I can't do it because I don't have this. Right, but you're so. meant to trade and go hang out with yeah, other people. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I think yeah. that with, I don't know how it was in the previous games, but, but it want, really was if you uh, want to play emphasis. and frustrate yourself and try to find all these things and do all these tiny little things that you want to, you know, um, find and, and hunt for all the time. I guess the game lets you do that. Yeah, uh, well... Yeah, I think it's like they, they've with the with the with the last update. They're it's made it easier. Mitigated that. Yeah, probably because they're sunsetting it, right? Yeah, or or just because you know people were angry, like oh, I'm frustrated. But um, yeah, I, I think it you really did require a lot of like you know going to other people's islands type of thing. Um, but you know, it's like I only know like five people. And I don't want to make too many random internet people friends because I, you know, now you're trusting them on your island, which they could damage and also schedules, but that's still a problem. And all the people that were playing aren't playing anymore. So it's a little sad that I'm starting to play this when a lot of other people aren't playing it anymore. So at least it gives you a way to get that stuff if you need it. All the stuff that's come out since um the game started like since i stopped playing the game is like there's so much new stuff so it feels like i'm starting the game again um there's so many right. new things mechanics still haven't touched happy home paradise yeah so hopefully gonna get that later this year try that out um but right now i'm just Have been you been a good girl for christmas oh i've been a good girl for <laughs> the year oh good not just for christmas good good well then maybe check your stocking maybe yeah <laughs> but yeah I, I i but right now i've just been um getting back into my island and like you know trying to figure out like oh yeah this is what you got to do um didn't really forget a lot because the game's not really hard but it's just more about like well there are some like new things that i get to like go and try and stuff well, you know if the game is making you happy and it's not you know taking over your life like you said it was before then you know, I'm always happy to see you happy and playing this game and being, you know, being all cute with it. But uh, yeah, I, I, I'm excited because I've never seen Zoe actually play Happy Home Paradise. She just kind of told me about it. Yeah. So excited to like see you full well, on gonna, be able to decorate other people's well, it homes also feels, without limitations. Yeah, know? it also feels like because so this game really is about decorating. It can just be about like, yeah, just chilling, fishing just kind of doing whatever and maybe creating like a weird random thing. But in essence, it is just about decorating. It's a very materialistic game. 
Yeah, but now you'll be able to, at least with Home Paradise, Happy Home Paradise, you'll be able to fully decorate. Yes. No limits. Yeah. Just do, yeah. just go crazy. The characters just want like these three or four things in their house. And then and you can do you the can rest. Do, yeah, you can do the other. Yeah, so that's like, that's exciting, especially because a lot of them have different themes. They're not like, oh, here, just just create a, yeah. a house. Like, no, it. it's like, I want a house that is like a restaurant style or I want a house that has like a, a crypt theme or something like that, you know, so there's different themes. So that's exciting. Um, and, and then of course you don't have to have like a new house, like it's just house there, right? It's not mm-hmm. like you have to make space on your spend, max 10 Island and spend or, money to do all that stuff. You could just go. Yeah. And there's work. no, you don't, yeah, yeah you, you, and then you get paid. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, so that's good. It, it sounds really exciting. Um, they introduced a lot of like, cool new um recipes to make moss and vine stuff so i can make a jungle island eventually one day because um that was i wanted i really just wanted a jungle island most people like make these cityscapes but i'm like no i don't want that i live in a freaking city even if it's not like a beautiful villas that people make in animal crossing it's like i want to like run on grass So, you know, I don't want to make that. I want to make it like a, a jungle. Anyway, so like, new cool things. And um, so now I'm back into that. Yeah. So you're basically just preparing yourself for yes, that uh, new expansion. Yes, because I did. I needed to upgrade my house because they had introduced like more upgrades so that you had more storage. Yeah, more storage space. Um, and Accessing your inventory yeah. from the outdoors now. It's yeah. Good. New, that's quality improvement, even if it was just a minor thing. Oh, yeah. Built in ladders, which is great. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, because I, I actually have no inclines on my island. <laughs> Everyone has like inclines, but I'm like, they're so expensive. And they I take up space. They take up a giant amount of space. And I'm just like, my island's still making money. I still have fruit trees, like giant groves of fruit trees and stuff well, like one that. One day, beautiful wildwood is going to look exactly like you want it in your mind so <laughs> i will I finally yeah i'll finally move my uh, right down to like changing the the houses of your of, of our villager friends yeah because so apparently now you can you get really good change your villagers if yeah, you're like if you I... get really good at decorating at, at work essentially in happy home paradise their your villager friends will be like hey can you do my house yeah which is great because sometimes there's a couple i'm actually kind of um judgmental and some of the villagers (laughs) no i'm not no some of the villagers i don't want them on my island because i think their interior of their house is ugly well, now they can have a nice <laughs> interior and you can still be friends with them. Yay! You stop judging these poor well, people I, for I what ju- they like. I just, I judge the animals based on, uh, on how they look, but also <laughs> on, but like an, a half of that is actually like, how their house looks right a house you don't live in <laughs> but i have to, but I have to walk all. in their house to, to talk to them and have to look at that okay. and i'm just well, like you i hate your house so much one day they're gonna look they're gonna and we can make that a goal but so by the time we do this episode and for 2023 all your all your villager friends houses will look exactly the way you want them to look right based on your perception of their personality well i um guess what annabelle's leaving no, my my starter asked me to, today. No, you're not gonna let her go. I let her go. Why? Because it's time for her to move on and what? go be a pop star. Oh, do you she, know who's? You, do you know who you want to replace her? I was gonna ask you to help me do that tonight. Okay. Um, it's we'll either gonna be well, so we got some amiibo cars. So it's either gonna be Audie, who which is this like hip? Because I need to Hipster replace horse. her with a with a peppy. 
another yeah. peppy. So that way I have like this good representation of the different character types. Um, yeah, but so it's going to be, or, or, uh, Flora, which is a flamingo. Oh, okay. Yeah. We'll do that. We'll do that pretty much I'm, as soon as we're yeah, done with this. I actually have a hard time letting go. <laughs> which is why you, <laughs> you need know, to play Spirit, Spirit Fair. Fair. <laughs> um, so, you know, I actually still have two of my starters, which you start out with like five starters. Um, and two of them, I just hadn't, couldn't really let them go. Um, but Annabelle asked me today and I already became best friends with her, but I was like, you know what? You have her picture, right? Yeah. And I was like, okay, I'll let you go. I, uh, you know, just maybe time to try out like a new villager. Cause Zoe's gone through like so (laughs) many characters. Me, I'm like the same ones. No, I don't want to change them. There's, I love them so much. I don't want you to go. Well, again, Zoe plays, differently than you yeah so anyways well, so, so i can't wait to hear more about this game again <laughs> again next yeah year. so this is just my like continuing thing um any games in 2023 before we uh, close <gasps> up this episode that you're interested in harry potter game harry potter game okay. hogwarts legacy that's harry, coming out very soon harry potter game. tears is a kingdom as well coming up in oh May. yeah mike's more excited about it than i am and i, I love that game excited but for tears of the kingdom. i feel like it's just gonna be the same game with just like new mechanics and i is that a bad I thing i will probably go gaga for it because if i literally when if I we s- literally got breath of the wild too it's the same exact mechanics just some new oh, stuff and i, I would have been happy with that i want to okay so the caveat or um side note i my save from my full like near completionist almost i had to complete like a couple more shrines and i had to find a few more korok seeds um and i didn't yeah it's all in the wii u so one of the things that i wanted to do was actually i'll replay the game replay the game on the switch because my mike also bought like the dlc which gives you like this little map mechanic so that you can see where you've been and being a completionist on a giant mm, giant map you need to know where you've been (laughs) so that way you can be sure you got everything yep um, and so I, I, do I got plan that to for Erica's birthday in 2018. She hasn't touched it. Uh, well, then. because it's such a big game, and I had I had so many other games that I was like, oh, I want to play that, and yeah. it was just like, oh, I'll play it so eventually. For sure, Hogwarts Legacy. You're be picking that up. I, well, Tears I, of the Kingdom. As long as it keeps looking good, because it looks really good, and it, it and does. it's got like a completely new story about you know it Hogwarts lore. Um, like in the twenties, I think. 1920s. Yeah. So I mean, but it but it doesn't doesn't look janky. Well, well, I, I'll wait till reviews because I, I always get scared of those uh, uh, licensed licensed games. Yeah. But it looks really it's good. Good. I, I I have high hopes for that one. And I'm really excited because I became um, a, a bigger Harry Potter fan this year. Mm-hmm. Because I, I was, I was only the movie Harry Potter fan, which <laughs> now, now that I've read, <laughs> now that I read the books, I'm like, oh my god! I mean, kudos to you, uh, actors, for um, you know bringing the story to life. But uh, I enjoy the book so much better. <laughs> thanks, thanks, movies for giving me a visual, but uh, I prefer the books. Yeah. So those are your two, essentially, that you're looking forward to. The yeah. Books, Hogwarts Legacy and Tears of the Kingdom. I am, but other than that, yeah, I'm not really. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Like when I jump back into um, uh, Breath of the Wild, I'll probably like respark that flame. Oh, of but, course. But like right at this moment, I'm more excited. I think because also because I think it's just going to be the same game. So I'm like, oh, okay. It, 
just like how I was saying, I don't know if I'll play the next Animal Crossing mm. because I'm like, I feel like it's going to be the same game. Yeah, so I guess him, it'll depend on what it's like. I was telling Zoe, whatever the future of Animal Crossing is, I just, my, my one hope for all you fans out there is that like they, all these great quality of life improvements that they've incorporated into the final version of New Horizons, just transfer that over. Transfer don't, it over and increase it. Yeah, don't mess with like, oh, we're going to take away some of this stuff and like make you earn it again. Like, no, 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 no. Just give them all of that and again and just give them new mechanics, whatever. Yeah. Like, you know, the- yeah, there was, there's a lot of things with New Horizons, but I guess the reason they have to put all those roadblocks is because what else in the game is challenging? But to be honest, if you're trying to decorate an island... They wanted it to be for more people, so that's why they put those challenges in right. there. Because there's people who don't do the decorating, right? And I think I don't know how the previous games were, but probably that's part of the. Because from what it sounds like, most of the previous games were more about decorating, but I feel like this one had a little bit more about other things. Um, mm-hmm. So you know, I guess that's why those was really awful, like how you can only craft one item at a time and. Your 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 tools break after so many uses. Oh, and you know, yeah. but you know, but that's that's for think, future you to wheel to to worry about. You don't need. To no, no, that's why I'm now. saying like I think that's why those exist. So unless the game changes completely into like how what what's what's the obstacles? You know, there's new types of obstacles. You know, it's not just about island living. Now it's about like I don't know stopping a war. <laughs> but, no, I don't know. <laughs> Animal Crossing World War Three. <laughs> I mean, you're going to have, you know, your tools breaking maybe won't be a thing. (laughs) I don't know. Well, love, we got another episode to do in the coming days. You and I will get back together again and talk about, we'll do all this again, but we'll talk about a bunch of other games and a couple of uh, these games as well. So, uh, yeah, but we're going to do a full on ranking of uh, my top 10 games that I played in 2022 and then a bunch of other games as well. So I look forward to talking more games with you, love. Yay. Thank you for sitting down with me and and, and sharing all your thoughts. I always love um, hearing that from your perspective. You know, you're kind of new-ish to games. You, you've dabbled in games your whole life, but like yeah, you're kind but of new-ish I, But I'm not, them. you just pick up, you can literally go from Switch to PlayStation to, to Vita or wait, no, what's another thing? Nope, that's pretty much the same <laughs> platform. <laughs> I'm thinking you got like so many platforms, but no, yeah. but but I mean, I have trouble going back and forth between yeah. them. But it, you're just, just literally, and then you pick up a game and you just go. Me, I'm like, I'm still lost. I can't figure this out. But you're, and, oh, and then you'll see something and you'll be like, oh, that's a that's 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 what usually game developers put because it means this, like something kind of yellow that that means you can interact with it or it's important or, yeah. you know, like, well, as you, and you use... play more games, you learn the language of game development. Yeah. So, so, so for me, it, like, so I, me, I, I yeah. know so much because I can peek behind the curtain a little bit. So yeah, yeah like that's where, you know, like there'll be stuff like that. Where I'll be like, Oh, huh. Okay. Yeah. I don't know video games at yeah. all. So it, it is fascinating to me, which is why I love talking with you, talking with Zoe, about like these games because i love getting your perspective because it refreshes my perspective as well so yeah i love i love it thank you thank you darling yes i look forward to continuing to live with you yes <laughs> we're not going anywhere <laughs> so for- i was gonna say yeah but I, I i'm excited to talk to you about these games especially the ones that i backseat games oh yeah absolutely with i love you. to get that well especially like the games that i helped you with puzzles or something oh yeah those are making me feel like i'm actually participating oh you are that, <laughs> i'm that, actually gaming even if you just sit down and watch with me that's actively participating too 
Don't don't gamer. don't think that you're not. So for so my, I'm a big Bexy gamer. But. For my co-host and my beautiful wife Erica, I am your co-host Mike. And like we say, let's see, like we say every time we're paying that nook crook back those dirty bells that we he thinks we owe him. Tom Nook. I'll see you in World War Three. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's supposed to say GG's, but I'll go with that too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>